Um, let's get into it. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I don't know. I thought I'd try it. It <laughs> seems fun. That <laughs> seems fun. Ugh. I was okay. like, where are we going with this this question? Yeah, the claustrophobic question. Yeah. Okay. We're live. Oh, wow, this feels so weird. Yeah. I'm eating deli <laughs> That's okay. We won't get anything into anything important. Do you want a drink or something? I mean, I'm good for now. Is that water? Or like it's propel water, so oh, okay. it's a little uh, musty looking. Okay, but this is your paper. Oh, good. So you're the only one that's been so. I'll have to put that on the website. You wrote down all your questions, all the questions I sent you before. With color. With color. And you wrote all your answers. <laughs> but, like, I promise I'm not going to, like, read them to you. Good. <laughs> Although I haven't looked at them so since I read them. That's good. I, I don't want you to be too thought through, if that makes sense. I don't know even this where to put this. So cool. Thanks. I almost I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was transporting it because we did it on location at Dylan's, the last one I did. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> trying to get comfortable in the space here. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, so we're under, I'm in a new house now and we're under the stairs um, <laughs> in my new house. Or my parents' new house, obviously. I like it. Thank you. Um, Is this your studio? I don't know, I just did this today for you, so I wanted to see if it would work. <laughs> I think it does, I mean, it. I like had to put a bunch of stuff out that we had in here. Um, but uh, I think ultimately it's working pretty well. I don't know, I guess I'll see later how the sound is. I was gonna say, are you doing it because of the acoustics, you think? I think? I think it could help, but I think it'd probably be just as good if we did it out there. <laughs> but it's also such a mess out there that I wanted to have only this space to have to clean, <laughs> even though I'll just pretend you can't see any of that stuff. Well, I didn't look, so. Good. I hope your parents aren't upset that I'm just, like, not saying I just No, look. I don't think so. I think they understand. They know how this goes. They've been through they, this with me. They know the routine. Yeah. Um, oh, I've got ten more calories with this cherry one than I do with the other two. Really? <laughs> they have all three on there? Mm -hmm. That's funny. <laughs> Why is the cherry... Yeah, that's weird. Um, so yeah, I almost I almost lost my microphone, and I didn't know where it was. Like in in the move. No, and when I the last podcast I did was like a week ago or something, mm -hmm. and then I had it in a bag, and then I didn't know where I put the bag, so it was just and there's stuff everywhere here because I'm. Like at Kenzie's a lot and here a lot, mm -hmm. and so I have like two of everything, and it's all over everywhere. And it's and we haven't been here a lot, we've been mostly over there, and it's just crazy. And uh, and so we haven't cleaned up here in a long time, mm. and mm. so I didn't know where, yeah. Oh, that goes way back, I <laughs> way farther than I thought. It was <laughs> I have to just assess my surroundings for a second, yeah. Do you want right, to verbalize it so yeah. people understand? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm also like a nervous talker, so oh, I'll okay. just like talk instead of doing something. Yeah. Otherwise, this would be me. <laughs> so that's my talk. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I feel great. Good. Um, <laughs> I feel like I have you cornered. 
I know. Well, I didn't want you to feel cornered. If you want to move out this way, you look like you're, like, huddled a little bit. No, it, it feels good. Okay. Like, I like being kind of up against the wall. This is a good hide. This is a great, like, uh, severe weather shelter. Yeah, yeah. It feels that way. I just need to get those, um... Things astronauts have the powder food. What is that called? There's a name. Vacuum packed food. Yeah, but it's like a cool like acronym. Um, Ready made food or something or astronaut food. I think isn't it called astronaut? I think it is, but there's also another cool name, but it doesn't matter. It does matter, Tommy. This is your host and post here, Tommy Wait. Uh, what I was looking for is MRE, which is Medi, which is Medi. Hmm. Medi or ready? Uh, made ready to eat. MRE. It's a military thing, not an astronaut thing. So that's where I got mixed up. Thank you for your patience and loving kindness. God bless you all. So anyway, I called Kenzie and I didn't know where this was. And I looked everywhere in this place like twice. And then I looked at my car. Mm -hmm. And then I opened the door to get back from my car. And it was sitting right in front of the door right there. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just like taunting you. Yeah, I didn't, for some reason, they didn't look like right next to the door. Um, anyway, so I was worried it was going to be at Kenzie's and then I'd be mm -hmm. like, have to either go back, which is an hour away, yeah. which wouldn't be possible. So I would just have to, I have like an extra one that I've never used, but I don't know how good it is. That's but this fancy. one's been giving me problems too. So I don't uh -huh. even know if this one's, that's why I'm using my phone as a backup. Oh, a I thought thing. it was connected. I thought your phone was connected to that. Your phone's connected to the... Computer. The, the microphone's connected to the computer. Mm. The phone's connected to the outlet because I'm at like 54% or something. Mm. Um, cool. Okay. Do you want to start? <laughs> sure. You don't mind me eating my dilly bar. No. Yeah, I guess... Uh, <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> <good>. <laughs> You have one too, by the way. Yeah, you're I didn't just bring them for myself. Yeah. Although oh, I kind of did. I thought you were talking to them. Um, <laughs> no. This is a Dairy Queen ad, this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have one later for sure to celebrate. Oh, I'll probably have one with you then too. Okay. Um, our neighbor also makes hot sausage soup. And so I think I might have that after. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> Although it'll be, might be late by then, but that's okay. I'm planning on going to cheese after this. Oh, okay. To get, like, real dinner, because, like, I had cheese its on the way here, and that was my dinner. <laughs> cheese its <laughs> I keep looking down, and I just have, like, parts of my daily... Oh, oh, my pants. No. Speaking of your pants, they're friends' pants. They are. And did you see that they just announced there's, like, a... Reunion no, on HBO really? Max. Really? No. Well, okay. So like, I think it was today. They announced it. it. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know if you meant like they announced it today or yeah. they like we're airing it yeah. today. And I'm now I now have a stain on these pants, so that's nice. But anyway, it'll come out. Yeah, it'll come out, but not tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> I. So like this is an interesting story. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> like taking over the whole. That's okay. Thing. That's that's really small, obviously. So. Um, I was a friends fan when i was in high school like like major mm -hmm. and watched it like because it was actually on after after school every day yeah 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 or not after school it was like later in the evening so anyway we would watch it and i was like obsessed so then i got all 10 seasons on dvd uh -huh. And then they put all of the seasons on Netflix. Yeah. So then they took it off again, and I feel like it all is right with the world. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But these pants um, are actually from Ireland. They're from a store what? in Ireland. Yeah. Why? And I didn't even buy them because um, my friend, so my friend Shannon, who introduced me to Ireland, which was one of the questions uh -huh. that you have. Um, jumping ahead. Jumping ahead. <laughs> and that question's highlighted in green. Because <laughs> <laughs> Irish. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to like several times. Like that's okay. Back. You can't. I don't think you could fall. You yeah, I don't think I could either. But yeah. there's gonna definitely be a couple panic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um. Ireland. Uh, yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, she lived in Ireland for like a, um, I think yeah, the better part of a year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just feeling out the. I didn't know there's a wire right here. Go ahead. She, she lived in Ireland, and um, this was after I'd already been with her to Ireland for, like, two times. Wow. And um, I was like, there's a store called Marks and Spencer's. Oh, wait, Mark, Marks and Spencer? I don't think it's plural. <laughs> um, and there's also a school or a, a store called Pennies, but not, like, J.C. Pennies. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Pennies. Yeah. And, but they, I don't know what it is, but, like, when you go to, like, a different place, like, the fashion is just, like... It seems like all new, but it's it's really like just the same cheap clothing that we have. Yeah. But it like seems like a steal. Yeah. So it like seems like it's a lot cheaper, but it's not. <laughs> and so I was like, You have to buy me like a bunch of clothes. Like since I can't actually go there, I was like, I'll pay you for it. And she came back from Ireland with like five articles of clothing wow. for me. And these were one of them. That's so nice. they had like these friends sweatpants. When we went, I do remember they had a huge like Harry Potter mm. um, collection of like shirts and stuff. Yeah. But those are nice. They're, like, stitched, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. They're so comfortable. So I, like, usually come home from school and change immediately. And um, I, like, took, a, like, a very, very short nap, actually, because I ended up being at school, like, way later than I, I planned. Know. And I took a really short nap, and... um. I was like, I really hope that you... <laughs> I didn't think you would care what I was no. wearing. And I was like, it's also a podcast and no one can see yeah. it. <laughs> but I was like, I want to be comfortable because I can just... I mean, this is like my like default like position. Like, yeah. Like, chilled my back. So. <laughs> <laughs> I need to finish this. Really <laughs> um, I could try to do the How We Know Each Other by side so yeah. we don't have to talk a lot. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> I was trying to think my so I didn't give you much time to stall, but um, uh, I think I mean obviously church we first met. Right. I guess we could start there and then I I really don't remember. <laughs> Do you have a memory? Um, like I don't remember. Like you mean like the first time? The had? first time or like just your first memory? I guess the first memory that I could think of. And I was thinking about this, like, my memory is, everybody's memory is weird, but I was thinking, like, why is, are memories in there really deep sometimes, and you don't remember, or you can't access it, or do you, like, literally forget sometimes? Because, like, with, hmm. with the microphone, I didn't, I had no memory when I was looking for it, where I put it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I remember I had it with Dylan, blah, 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 and then I was like, I have no memory after that. And then once I saw it there, I was like, oh, I remember putting it down there mm -hmm. because I was like, oh, I don't know where to put this yet. I'll just put it right mm -hmm. here. And I remember thinking that. So like, why didn't I, couldn't, why couldn't I remember that before? I think you do. I think you do for yourself and just complete, it just like gone. Yeah. But then it, it was there. I just, 
Like, I remember... You the, had to recall it. Yeah. So, I don't get it. I don't know. Like, there are times where I drive to work and I don't, like, I got to work and I'm like, I don't remember yeah. how to drive here. My mom says that all it's the time. It's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Well, wait, keep talking. I'm almost done. <laughs> <laughs> You're down to the stick part. Um, where you have to, like, scrape the, like, brush yeah. the wax off. Yeah. Um, so, I think... My earliest that I could remember without help is, um, <laughs> uh, we just were helping with youth group. Did you help with youth group when I was in youth group? No. Okay. Because... Oh, yeah, visitors. Yeah, I don't know if you could hear the crackling upstairs and opening doors. Um... When, when I was a senior, I didn't help until I was after after college. Mm-hmm. And when I was in a senior in college, you would have been a freshman in college. Okay, okay. And then my first year out of college, which is when I helped. Yeah. You had already been in college. Right, okay. So we were helpers together. Mm-hmm. We were in youth group together, too. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> right, yeah. So... But you, I think, what is, how many years are we different? I'm in three. I graduated really? from high school in 2012. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I did 2015, yeah. Okay, yeah. Wow. Which, okay. like, doesn't seem like a lot now, but it seems like a ton, like a I lot. I know, that's why I was, like, second-guessing yeah. it. Right, okay, so that's, like, part of what I have is, like, um... Well, the first thing that I wrote was church, comma, wait, this is going to be like a, I just have a like, disclaimer for for this, this whole conversation. Like, were you there the day that, I don't think you were, because I don't think you were like consistently helping out with youth group, but do you just apologize for this being? Yeah, because it got, my friend Ricky, who people on the podcast know, he ripped one and then, and then it just it was just bare for a while and then <clears throat> my dad's like oh you can get them on amazon i was like oh cool and it was like a really form-fitting nice mm-hmm. like slit in there yeah yeah and then he, he got me those and they just like slide almost immediately all over the place yeah no that's okay um, so i'm always like insecure about that <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. i just thought it funny that you were like apologizing for something that like you clearly had no part in over there um <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Another fall. There it is. That's number two. Take a shot. Um, so, anyway, my disclaimer about this mm-hmm. is, like, when, um, I don't think you were helping with youth group, but, like, there was one year, I want to say it was, like, the first or second year that I helped, and Luke had us do, like, um, test, like, uh, leader testimonies. Mm-hmm. So your parents were helping. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. The entire time I helped, your parents were helping. And I actually think they helped a year before I did. Probably. Or started helping a year before I did. And, um, so, like, we, he just, like, had us do our testimony about, like, our, like, faith journey and life and things that are important to us and stuff like that. Like, to, be, like, talk on, basically like this, like, having a conversation about, like, this is what I think about life. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I wrote it all down. Mm-hmm. And same, same thing. And then, like, I get this, I get this, like, point where I get awkward when I'm, like, I, I don't I don't know what it is. That's like a whole other conversation. <laughs> but like I would get to a point where I'd be like, okay, 
page yeah. two. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I would, like, announce page two, yeah. and they would all be, like... Or actually, when I um, gave my, like, testimony, like, in college, mm-hmm. and, and, like, the one group that I was in, I, like, put it in... I, like, put it into an outline form mm-hmm. with, like, Roman numerals, and I was, yeah. like... Oh, no. I was, like, part two. And then I, like, do, like put my head back into my paper. So that's, like, just a fair warning that, like, <laughs> I panic, and I'm, like... Yeah. Like, I know I know the questions, but I, like, need to talk right away. And that's something I've been working on, too, is, is like, not talking right away and being okay with, like, silence yeah. and, like, pauses. Yeah. Because, I don't know. I don't know why I've been challenging myself to do that. But anyway, um, so if I recall facts from my, <laughs> my fact sheets. Okay. That's fine. So we, um, I, I remember... <laughs> Just remember, he's the kid with long hair. Yeah, I was I was waiting for that. Yeah, <laughs> which like to be, I'm just gonna be completely honest with you. When we were kids, I thought it was weird. <laughs> not fine. weird, but like maybe not weird. Maybe weird's not the right word. But I was like, I just thought it was odd because I'm like, it's not very common for like, boy. At least like when we were growing up, it wasn't really yeah. common for boys. Well, I guess. I don't know, not as common as boys having, like, shorter hair. And so I, I don't know, I always, like, used it as, like, like a punchline piece. Like, oh, yeah, Tommy Witten has long hair. <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't, and I don't know why that's the memories that that's I have so of you. Well, because it's the, it's the easiest thing to remember, and it's the weirdest thing about me without knowing me. Do you want to hear another interesting thing? that Like, um... Perspective I have on you is like a lot of people that I know um, have siblings, and yeah. they're like one of the only, not one of the only people, mm-hmm. but like growing up, you might have been like one of the only people I knew that was like an only child. Yeah. So it was just like your parents and you. And I'm like, what is his life like? I know. Like <laughs> being at home and not having another child the same age, like yeah. around the same age. Yeah. So I always kind of like looked at you guys from like, metaphorically looked at you guys yeah. from like across like the church and been like right what's your life yeah like? that's so funny have people told you that before um because you didn't seem very surprised when i just said that <laughs> <laughs> i guess i guess i know that it's rare to be rareish to be a only child so i i i guess i never really heard that but i just kind of assumed people were like you just assume interested people in that, that. In, in some way, but not enough to be like, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> are you making it? <laughs> no, I'm not. I wasn't concerned yeah. about you. I was just like, honestly, I had times like when I was a kid where I was like, um, just, I don't know, like that's part of, like that is so much a part of my life, my sister, Yeah. that like it's hard for me to understand like how like what it's like to not have a sibling yeah is all i get that but that's the uh that's that's all like that's that's very sad that like we don't really have like a this is when we first met and this is what i remember i know i know it's like that with um people who have always been christians they don't have like the fun Oh, I was oh, yeah. partying hard in the 70s. And, <laughs> and I had, like, a... Like, yeah. Like and a then God I moment. found him. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, have an inter- like, I have an interesting perspective on that, too. But... Hit it. Um, what is it? Okay, so... I don't know what to do with 
just paper. Oh, I know. I hit I'm everything so sorry. that I wanted to hit. On that. <laughs> oh, I said, I thought it was odd at the time, your long hair. But now I think you look great with long hair. <laughs> and that it suits you and your personality really well. Thank you so much. <laughs> I need that. I don't. You need that? You I don't, don't need like it, that. but like it. But you appreciate it. Yeah, I, I always. I feel like I should be. I've had it for so long now, I should, like, be constantly checking in. Is it still okay? Oh. <laughs> it's still cool. Do I still look good in it? Because some people can't pull it off, and I... Oh, you definitely can. Thank I you. think you would look weird with short hair. I feel that way, too, but I've also been this way for so long, and I don't know. I don't. I have no plans to change it, but that's... Well, you're basically like your dad with short hair. Not that... I mean, your dad's great. <laughs> but, like... What do you mean? <laughs> So, like, I'm picturing, like, you with short hair when we were kids. Because yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm remembering, like, pictures from, like, maybe it was an admission trip my senior year. It was, like, yeah. right before I went to Grove City. And uh-huh. then we went to Grove City. Yeah. We stayed at, on Grove City's campus. And I think you had short hair, which would have been after your freshman year of high school. I remember that, yes. And so, like, I'm thinking, I'm, like, remembering pictures from mm-hmm. that. I also had short hair, by the way. Because I got my hair cut, really? like, chopped off right oh. after graduation and donated it to lots oh, of love. Okay. But they, or I remember this picture of your hair just, like, being, like, really short. Yeah. And I just, like, not that, I don't think you look weird. I think it's just, like, like, I think it's, like, the, the opposite of, like, most most guys, like, look normal with, like, short hair. <laughs> and you look normal with long hair. Yeah, know? yeah. And they would look strange with, like, like other people would look strange with long hair. I don't know what that is. Like, what is it about a person that, like, looks better with short or long hair? I don't know. I personally think that my face looks fatter whenever I'm, when I have my short hair. Huh. And I hate it every time I look back. So, like, I was in this trend where, like, every four years, I did it for, like, four years, uh-huh. or four different times. Yeah. Every four years, I would get my hair sh- um, cut. Yeah. And then donate to Locks of Love. Mm-hmm. Because I love my red hair, and I want, like girls who had red hair that yeah. lost their hair yeah. to have wigs made for That's them cool, of natural yeah. red hair uh-huh. and so <laughs> i but then every time i would look back on the pictures i'd be like why do you keep doing this to yourself like you look so much prettier with long hair so like, <laughs> my friend's getting married in october and so i have not let my hair myself cut my hair yeah because of that and then also well actually two like a couple of years ago i don't know if it was two years or like four years now at this point but actually i think it was every two years that i got it cut not four um but i got to a point where i'm like i could be getting married soon and what happens if i get married and like or like everything happens fast and (laughs) i have short hair like i'm gonna have to wait for my hair to grow for my wedding i don't want like short hair for my wedding yeah. and um jokes on me <laughs> so now i'm getting to the point on quite honestly actually really considered with the with the pandemic yeah um mail order bride <laughs> no i wasn't going that direction <laughs> no i was gonna say that Every time I would come home, because my parents are, like, older, I would take a shower right away. Uh. And so I was washing my hair constantly, and it is a pain in the butt. I have to use, well, I don't know, your hair looks thinner than mine. Uh-huh. But, like, I use four pumps of shampoo. Yeah. And when I use, like, my conditioner, it's a lot. And it, it's also just a pain in the butt. It just, like, makes my sh- showers really long, and I hate showering in the first place. Yeah. They're unnecessary, but mm. also necessary. <laughs> and, um, uh... What was I going to say? 
showering four times, four pumps. <laughs> yeah. Um, I almost got my hair cut then because I was like, this would just make it a lot easier. Because actually, I started getting my hair cut short when I was in like middle school uh-huh. because I had... Um, like I used to get, or not middle school, elementary school. I used to get pixie cuts every summer because What's I went to again. Um, it's like boy, like boy. Oh yeah. Short. Yeah. And it's just, <clears throat> it's just the nice way to put it for girls. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I think they call them pixie cuts because it's like Tinkerbell. Like it looks oh like yeah. Tinkerbell's cool. Hair. Yeah. Or at least that's my understanding of it. Mm-hmm. And. I used to, I went to Camp Allegheny every year, for mm. every summer, and so I used to get my hair cut short so that, like, I could mm. shower really quick. Yeah. And we used to have camp competitions, like, against the boys' cabin and see, like, who, like, whose cabin could, like, get showered faster and everybody really? out. Yeah. Wow. So that I was like, terrible. well, I need to, like, take one for the team and cut my hair off. <laughs> um, but, so, like, I was never afraid of having my hair short. Um, all that being said, yeah, I almost cut it off for the pandemic, and then I'm like, no... Like, I just, I need to keep it along for Ashley's wedding, and also I like, I like what I look, how I look yeah. better with longer hair. Yeah. So, that's the, the hair journey. You've done your locks of love part, and now it's someone else's turn to, Yeah, and I think def- the next, yeah, <laughs> the next time I donate, I'll be, I'll give it to the locks of love again. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I don't know when that's going to be. Because I, I used to be on a schedule where it was like every two years yeah. I'd get my haircut. Um, the other thing, the other only, only other thing that I had under that question was like this is part of my OCD. I need to finish. My okay. <laughs> the only other thing that I was going to say was about how like the age difference. Like I, I, I think because. Like, so, like, when I think, when two people, when people are two years older than me or two years younger than me, yeah. they seem like they're in my, like, niche. But yeah. then three years is, like, a little bit, like, is, I don't know, it's a jump. Yeah. Except for whenever you're in college, when you're in high school, when you have those four years that you're in school right. together. Yeah. But, so, like, because, like, if you think about it, like, the people who were, like, seniors when I was a freshman, I was only ever in a school with them once. And it right. was at the end of high school. Yeah. So, like, I always thought that because of that like distinction i always thought you were like a lot younger than me and Mm -hmm. then like even like in the past couple of years when you've helped out with youth group i like forget that you're like you were still in college (laughs) (laughs) yeah but oh jeez but that's all that's all i have to say about that okay but it's nothing much cheaper (laughs) cheaper deeper oh (laughs) um I guess the only thing I wanted to say was, I, for people that are maybe having trouble understanding, I had long hair from like third grade to fifth ish, fifth ish grade. But I feel like it. I feel like I remember it being straight, and like sleek. Yeah, and it was. Like, it was. Yeah. And those like hair flipped back, like, like, <laughs> like, like the boy, middle school boys used to do. Yeah. <laughs> Pat it down in a way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was straight, and I don't know what happened, but um, then I just I got a buzz cut because it was too hot for football. <laughs> you pulled, then, like, a Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. Pedro. Yeah, Pedro. <laughs> I got so hot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it was just short until, like, man buns were cool in mm-hmm. 2014. 2014. Mm-hmm. 
And then I started growing it out, and then it was kind of not as cool to have man buns by the time I could have a man bun. And I was like, well, this is, I still look oh, I better, think you I can think. do a man bun anytime. I, yeah, I know. It's just not, bun, it just hit different 2014. Yeah, I, I, I do think you're right, though. Like, I do remember <laughs> there being a time. There was this one, like, vine that I remember, like, very distinctly of this beautiful man. <laughs> 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 in, a, in a man bun. And I just remember. <laughs> Another almost fall. Yeah. Yeah. So. Good times, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you learned about yourself during the pandemic other than you want to cut your hair? <laughs> um, so, like, I've learned... I have, like, more of a perspective on, like, the world and how it's, like, affected the world and, like, other people than it has myself. Mm-hmm. Um, for myself, like, I think that I... It's kind of, like, twofold. I had, like, a, like the, a bad breakup in February. Mm-hmm. And so then, like, everything started. <laughs> everything started um, in, like, March. And so, anyway, yeah. like, dealing with that, and then bad everything started in March. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and, like... It wasn't even, like, a real breakup. Like, if you ever listened to this, he'd be like, we weren't together anyway, right. Rachel. <laughs> That's funny. But, um, he, so, but I, so, like, when the, um, pandemic started, like, whenever it was normal, we were all kind of, like, figuring out at life. But then, like, I think, I want to say it was, like, in the summer, like, June and July, mm-hmm. when, st- when things were still shut down. Yeah. And, um, we were in it for a while. Yeah. It was, um... I was like, wow, this really sucks. Like, this is like, you know, you see like all, everybody posting about how like, oh, like, you know, I get to, um, like, I have a, I have quite a few friends who are married, and um, obviously, um, it's just them. They don't have kids yet, and so like they, they'd be like spending all day with my best friend, yeah. and like. You know, I don't have to go anywhere, and like, like even like my like Maggie and John, like my sister. Yeah. Um, they like, you know, and some people were like, oh, I'm getting tired of my spouse or my kids or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, I get that too. Like, I'm not saying it's probably all sunshine and roses because mm-hmm. I do, I did enjoy, and I still do enjoy being like lots of things, lots of parts of my single life with having like time to like do what I want and not have yeah. to take care of people <clears throat> and other stuff like that. But um, it just really bugged me. Like, it got to a point in the summer where I was, like, really annoyed yeah. because I I was like, this is ever, home, hopefully only ever going to happen once in yeah. our lives that there's this yeah, huge yeah, yeah. pandemic that we're all shut indoors. <laughs> and, of course, I'm not married yet know, for yeah. it, you know? Or have anyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so that, though, forced me to, like, be more be a better friend because like mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I like I was like a pretty good friend like in high school and then I got really stressed out um with with school and like I could only focus on one thing at a time so I would push other areas of my life away yeah, and yeah. so like like in 
so like the best way to explain it is by by like text messages like yeah. when i was in high school i would text people people back right away because uh-huh. like not that many people texted me <laughs> in the first place um but like that was just what i did but yeah. then whenever i was in college like i would get to points where it would just stress me out that like even if someone just like texted like hey what's up or something mm-hmm. like it would stress me out I'm yeah. like, that's just another thing i have to check off my to-do list yeah, yeah. so i just wouldn't respond uh-huh. and when that started i like it like started like a downhill of like me being like a good good friend, which I think probably my friends would hear that and be like, well, like I'm, I think I think that on it to an extent they could be like, yeah, she's a little flaky sometimes, not flaky, like I would, well, well, but yeah, flaky. Like actually, I was just thinking when I woke up from my nap that I like used to in college sometimes, like take a nap after class, and I had like dinner plans with people, oh, and no. I would text them and be like, um, like it can actually tonight doesn't work can we do another night or something and they'd be like oh yeah totally and i would just like continue sleeping oh, like goodness. it was yeah it was terrible and um but i so i like and i still am working on being a better friend yeah but what i realized this summer with the pandemic was i was like okay so like there's literally nothing you can do about not having like a significant other right now so this is the time to be focusing your energy on and your love on your, in love with your friends because yeah. like that's like I think I I think I would be a fool not to be spending my time um now not living the moment and loving my friends. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. so that was the biggest thing that I've learned and really appreciated from the pandemic because I've actually been able to like be like i've made it i've been making it like a goal at least monthly to check in with like my my core group of people Mm -hmm. which is like i don't know i don't want to try to like list it or like count them all now but i want to say it's like a like a solid like 15 people that i'm pretty close to and so like i was like which i guess another thing reason why it's like stressful to keep up like with everybody because it is so many people Uh, that it's like that's why sometimes i just push it off (laughs) Um, but yeah, I've been trying to do that like monthly and like, I think this school year has been going pretty well with that because I like have nothing else to do with my time. Like I'm not hanging out with a guy that like is like taking up my time. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can be spending this time with my friends who like I love and are here now. And you know, so that's probably the big thing that I learned about myself. Yeah. Um, and now I'm going to let you talk because. I feel like I've talked a lot. No, that's okay. Um, you said a lot of good stuff. Um, that's something that I was, like, excited about. Um, after, like, my first breakup, mm-hmm. I was like, now I'm going to be, like, a bonkers good friend. <laughs> bonkers good. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and, <clears throat> and that was, like, one of the things that, like, made me feel good. And, um... And just work on yourself. Um, yeah. In between, like, it being convenient to be with your friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a fun aspect. And then I do feel like I'm a, not as good of a friend. Um, and it's not, like, Kenzie's fault. But um, I, I like, I want to be with her all the time. Right. So um, it's hard for me to... And I don't want to, like, feel like I'm not paying attention to her so I don't text people back right away or like I forget about it or whatever 
But that was kind of boring. But that's just what I. No, I know. What I know what you're saying, and I think like my like the best. Well, Maggie's pretty good at it, but she's also just like the best sister in the world. <laughs> but like <clears throat> my some that someone who I've been so impressed with is that like my roommate, um, one of my roommates from college, um, Brittany, who mm-hmm. has was dating her now husband all through college Mm. and so she did an amazing job of like like which i guess i think it's so amazing because i certainly could not have done (laughs) done that if i were dating someone at the time like i would have been wanting to spend time with them all the time yeah and i would not have been such a good friend but she did such amazing job like it it made me feel so loved that she would like person or like purposely set aside times for just us girls mm-hmm. and be like okay matt like go do stuff with your friends or like you know i'm having like a yeah. like, roomy night tonight yeah. but like she would like pur- purposely set aside some time for yeah. us which i thought was just like so meaningful because yeah. like as a as a friend it's like yeah that your that significant person or other is your person yeah. that you like spending the most time with mm-hmm. but like she like was so good at, at like making sure that like we also were like important and mm-hmm. we weren't like she never she like made it a point to make sure that we knew that we were i don't want to say just as important because i wouldn't want matt to hear this <laughs> but, like i'm just as important as you are matt in mm-hmm. Brittany's life yeah but like you know she did like she made it like it you know it wasn't like matt and then us like it was like the all i love all these people in my life and Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna give them like yeah like my attention and time yeah i could be better at that but um i don't know i feel like i'm talking about me i'm not like active like i don't think you're i don't think you're bad at it by the way like because Because, like, I have people, like, there are people who don't text me back. Really? <laughs> Which, who, well, I mean, like, they do eventually. Yeah. Or they won't, ev- like, yeah, eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, or they'll take a longer time to text back. And, yeah. um, and I'm like, well, whatever, like, because I do the same thing, so I can't <laughs> be mad. But, like, you always, like, get back at, like, even, like, within a day or, like, yeah. or after a day or something like that. Yeah. Which I think is, like... And I'm not even, I wouldn't even consider myself one of your closest friends, probably. Mm. So, like, <laughs> if you're, you're probably, like, friends with, like, or, I mean, you probably have, like, other, like, really great friends that you're probably even more, like, um, like. Close. Yeah, or close, but, like, you are better at, not even better at getting back at, to them, but I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I think, I, sh- I think, from my perspective, like, you get back to me with, like, a, like, quick response time Tommy. thanks so i don't think you're doing a bad job thank you is that that was my whole like the whole time in that um little like monologue i just did was me trying to make you feel better <laughs> thank you i feel better <laughs> um i get this tommy pen. yeah it's yours you have one yet <gasps> no what it's mine yeah <sighs> yes thank you um you're welcome uh <gasps> it lights up yeah <laughs> Oh my god! Is and is this a stylus? Yes. <laughs> this is a fancy pen. This is the bougiest pen I've ever I know. Seen. It's got to be the best. How do you put me. the point back down, or does it? Oh, uh, you twist at the tip. <gasps> the old twist tip. Mm, okay, got it. Oh, and this is the light yeah. switch. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I don't know if this is important, but maybe people might think 
want to hear like both sides of uh, of being good or bad at hanging out with people. But mm-hmm. I think because of the pandemic too, I haven't been good at like setting a time to like actually be in person with my friends. Because mm-hmm. I don't. Because up until like two months ago, whatever it was, um, people weren't vaccinated, so right. um, <clears throat> I didn't want to risk. Um, getting sick and bringing it back to Kenzie and right. and her whole family and all that stuff. So, uh, but now hopefully, like I'm really glad and I will be glad later that we had this time that we are so like inseparable. Mm-hmm. And then because yeah. I know in the future we won't be like that. So right. Anyway, um, I thought I I remembered another thing that um, I guess when you were a senior. I, w- I did a play, the murder mystery play mm-hmm. that we do at the church yeah. every year back in the day. We used to at least. Yeah. Um, and you were just like a maid or something, and I was like a sidekick. I was side always kick. a maid. <laughs> <laughs> always a why. maid, never a bridesmaid. <laughs> yeah. um, or, uh, that was close, but it, it, <laughs> it could have been funny. Um, always a maid, never a bride. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> and I was like the sidekick to Ross, like he yeah. was like a main bad guy My or whatever. Villain, yeah. And so we had like a secret relationship. <laughs> See, like I don't, I I like vaguely remember that, but like also like no offense, but like probably the reason I don't remember that is because I think I also had a play where it like Rachel and I were like obsessed with Troy, like it was written into the strip into the script. Uh huh. He's oh Troy. Troy Soskowski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, we were like. Um, we were both, like, supposed to be, like, infatuated with him. Yeah. Which was really helpful. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, so, yeah, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> or, um, I, like, I think I, I think I do. What, do you know what the, was it the one that was, like, on a cruise ship? Or, like, in a mansion? <laughs> Um, <laughs> all of the like various I think a, yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> um I think it was a mansion cause I don't know cause we were in the old west cause we were like henchmen to Ross oh. who was like a gunslinger or whatever okay yeah now it's coming back to it me. doesn't matter no, we not. have it somewhere I'd love to watch <gasps> it do you have it recorded? yeah but I don't it's on like an old like video recorder um, yeah, we broken. definitely did not record that. <laughs> we recorded other things. Like we have like um actually I don't know, were you ever in like the children's plays that like Mrs. Greer did? Yeah, yeah. We have those on tape. Ah, okay, fine. Which are which are always fun to watch, like because Maggie and John, um, like we've known John since we were like yeah. kid yeah. kids. And And he's your sister's husband. Husband, now. yeah, he's my brother in law. Yeah, and yeah. they and so like it's so funny to watch that because like you it's just it's cool i always yeah. thought that was really cool like that which which is part of my like whole thing remember when you said that you met kenzie on tinder i was like Bleh. yeah you laughed at me. <laughs> i mean to laugh at you but my thing is like i always think that it's gonna be someone who i'm like who i already know or who i like i don't know i have this like um like dream of it being like like, the person that I'm marrying being, like, like a high school sweetheart, which was why it was so hard to let go of my last relationship, mm-hmm. partially. Yeah. And then, but, like, also, like, I just think that there's so something, like, so romantic and yeah. cute about, like, 
like knowing someone like in childhood or something. Like yeah. That. So that's why, like, with with all of like our videos that Maggie and John are in, I'm like, yeah. I know. <laughs> it's funny because when my mom, like Maggie and I, Maggie and John start date started dating. My mom was like, I always knew that um, John was gonna end up with one of my girls, but I thought it was gonna be Rachel. Really? <laughs> yeah. Which I'm like, I think I maybe liked John for like a hot second. Yeah. In like middle school. Uh huh. And then realized that he was Maggie's, and then. Act, like checked out of that box, yeah, yeah, like yeah. clicked out of that dialogue box, whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know why I just used a computer analogy. <laughs> I hate computers, <laughs> but yeah. That sense. Well, okay. So like the other thing that I this see this is maybe the downfall of me having notes because then, like I said, with my OCD, it's like now I have to finish this. Yeah. But I also think that if, if I didn't write stuff down, like, this would not be a quality talk because I would just be, like, bumbling around. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, the, the other thing, I have, like, very strong opinions on how the pandemic has affected the world. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm interested to see what you think. Okay. So, like, I believe that humanity, and people have been doing, like, terrible things for all of history. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I just felt like... I've, I've felt like this... And probably in the last decade of my life... That, like... There are so many horrible, terrible things... Happening in the world. And... Like... All of the, the downfalls... Or all of the things that are brought about from... Uh, technology that have, like, corrupted society... And how, like, kids are spending, like... So much time online and not enough social interaction whatever whole commentary but like but i guess i don't know i think that the we were i I, there were times where i got like so hope hopeless about like what what am i gonna do that's going to like make a difference on on anything being bad in this world like there would be some like problems like where people would come to me and there'd just be like terrible things like that they would ask for like prayer for or like um like in college we would be talking about you know like third world countries and Mm -hmm. just like all of these things where I'm like, I just felt completely hopeless. And I'm like, I I don't know whatever is going to change anything. I don't know how we could get back to like make any progress Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And it's like, it seems like such a, like a, like you're like a drop in the ocean sort of thing. And, um, when the pandemic hit, it kind of put everyone on pause and it was, it forced everyone to pause. And it also was like, obviously because it's a pandemic worldwide so it 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 stopped for no one like it like Mm -hmm. was not discriminatory like it came for everybody and so what i think is that because that was so universal that it like made people stop and think and like take a step back and like reassess and like maybe like i'm i hope that i i don't know this i guess this is how i also um, justified, not justified the pandemic, mm-hmm. but justified not feeling like the world was going to end whenever it all started. Because yeah. I think a lot of people were like really, really depressed because they were like, like this is terrible. And mm-hmm. I like didn't want to let myself go there. So I was like, there has to be some kind of positive outcome. And that's the positive outcome that I came up with. I'm like, this is just 
this this had to happen. Something huge like this happened had to happen to be able to like affect so many people. Mm-hmm. But but I also think that that's like I don't want anyone to hear that and to be like, well, that's such a light like lighthearted view that you have mm-hmm. there. But like you didn't lose like three family members or whatever. Right, yeah. And so like I don't mean it to be taken lightly at all. But like I think that that's the way that I like view it. You're saying people had to <clears throat> stop and just stop for a second? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like or like we were, like, hurtling toward, not destruction. I mean, although, like, is that what life is? Like, it, like are we hurtling toward destruction? Right. Yeah. Because, they, like, eventually it's going to become, I don't know. Eventually the world's going to come to an end. And I don't know why, but I always just assume that the world's going to come to an end in some terrible way. Like, it's not all, it's not just going to, like, stop all of a sudden. It's just, hmm. But, like, also, is the world going to end when Jesus comes back? Is that when the world's going to end? Or is it going to end? Like, what, how's it going to happen? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Even theologians, I'm sure, can't agree. Right. But. But so, yeah, I guess I'm saying that, like, I think we were hurtling toward, like, things are getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And I think that this just, like, caused people to stop back. Yeah. Or, like, step back. Um, but I guess now that I'm realizing it, like, I'm not really phrasing it in the way that you can respond. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I don't know. <laughs> that's my answer to what have you learned about yourself. <laughs> okay, that's good. But that's not what I learned about myself. But that's my, my thoughts on that's it. That's okay. I like that answer, too. Um, we're 50 minutes in, we have two down, so... <laughs> We might skip some. Is that okay? <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is a juicy one, so can, I guess. Wait, what? can you imagine like all of like the background noise that's going to be in this podcast because I'm like can't sit still <laughs> over here. I've been thinking about it. Yes, much. I'm so sorry. Just kidding. Oh. Um, okay, I don't know if you're being serious. Or I've, not. I've, I noticed, but I wasn't like dwelling on it. It's probably just not moving. <laughs> Uh, just don't talk when you move, and then I can cut it out later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, how has OCD and anxiety affected you and how you grew up and today? Which is a lot of words, but uh, <laughs> um, partly we know that you have to read everything that you write. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's already what you already know about. Yeah. Me. Now, is that what you were saying was going to be a juicy one? Yeah. <laughs> So, like, I'm also always constantly judging myself. So I'm like, Rachel, you're you're being boring. Like, this is <laughs> not, like, a fun podcast because you're just, like, talking. I'll fun. I hope you are. I don't know if I believe you. <laughs> but, um, so, like, I guess I'll look at what I wrote because this guy, I don't know. I don't even know, like, where to start. Like, do you want, like, the journey, like, how it started, or, like, what are your thoughts? Like, what are you going for? I guess start with how, when did you first see it, like, manifesting, and then we'll go from there. Um, what's weird is, like, it almost, 
immediately came in like out of the woodwork in like my like maybe around sophomore junior year of high school Mm -hmm. so like when I was a kid like I don't really remember ever being like having any kind of OCD yeah I'd had fears but like just normal fears but like I remember there was one time where like well, well the where I first started seeing it show up was when I would read or write um I'd have to make sure that I understood every single thing that I was reading And if I didn't, I'd have to go back and read the sentence again until I understood it from all possible perspectives. (laughs) Interesting. Which, can you imagine? Like, I, like, it's so hard to read. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's so hard. Yeah. And then I got to a point where there was time. So, like, I guess I should, like, back up and explain that, like, and I don't, and I'm no expert on OCD, but I'm an expert on my OCD. Right. So, um, I, when I was, I think that, like, OCD obviously stands for obsessive compulsive disorder. So like there's something that you obsess over, but then there's, it's also paired with an action. And like the thing that I obsess over is that like what happens is like a negative thought, quote unquote, air quotes, goes Mm. across my mind. And then I worry that, um, if I'm doing something while that thought comes across my mind, someone somewhere that either I know or not, it's somebody I know. It's not anybody that I don't know. Yeah. Cause how would I know if something would happen to somebody I don't know, uh-huh. but it's always somebody that I know remotely. Yeah. If I'm thinking about that person, when that like negative thought about them comes across my head, mm-hmm. then and I'm doing something like, for example, turning a light switch off, yeah. then I have to do it again to undo it. Right. Yeah. So like, so for example like I used to like I don't think I've ever told anybody this before but like when I was like in in I guess it was middle school like my my one teacher had like three little kids and there was like I love kids I have no like I have no idea where this kind I think it, it's to be honest like you like you know I'm a Christian so mm-hmm. like I tie it to my faith I think it's the devil and I know that people like hate hearing like <laughs> it's the devil at uh-huh. work inside me like yeah. get out devil like yeah. not not here not today but like so I think I don't know how people would respond if they hear that but like I think it's like the devil trying to lead me or trying to um trying to win and like obviously God is the winner <laughs> in my heart <laughs> so Jesus um, but I think that, yeah. So anyway, wow. I can't remember what I was saying. I think like the, the thought of like someone getting hurt, like a child dying or something yeah. is like, so like scary. Mm-hmm to me and I don't know why but like I think it was the devil putting in my head like you know this could happen and it's going like and because you thought of it it's it's not like I knew Mm. it wasn't my fault yeah and so I started like associating like things like that people dying or people getting hurt because of something that I did or didn't do which is totally irrational right but but then at the same time it's like I paired it with like compulsions. So like, 
like light switches are actually really common for people with mm-hmm. OCD. But I've like, heard that before. Yeah, and, and why I don't know yeah. <laughs> what it is about light switches, I couldn't tell you. But like the, um, I think probably has to do with it like going on and off. Yeah, like metaphor. Yeah. yeah, and. So, like, I would have to, like, turn my... I would have always do things in threes because okay. I would think that the first two canceled each other out and then the oh, third one was... Oh, interesting. Like, like yeah. The real one, yeah. It's not weird. No, that's not weird. Yeah, so, so then... So, and I started doing stuff like that with, like, light switches and then I had this bunny shelf. So, like, my, ki- my room was the nursery whenever, like, we were kids. Like, Maggie moved into, like, the office room whenever, mm. like we were kids and so that was her room and then I had the ner- what the nursery just became my room because yeah. I was the younger one and we had so it had like bunny wallpaper until we redid the, everything but then we kept this little shelf that was a corner shelf mm. and it was a bunny and it's where I kept my alarm clock and my glasses I take my glasses off and I put them on that shelf okay. and this has started happening in high school where I would go and put my take my glasses off like right before I went to bed and mm-hmm. I put them up on the shelf but I would have to like eat if while I was letting go of them if I thought something bad mm. then I'd have to like touch them again yeah or like and then like that was like over and over and over again and then like once you I don't know it's something about like psychologically but like once you start doing something like that it's like every time I would get into it, it was a habit so that every time I would take my glasses off, I would automatically, I was obsessed with like the fact that like I was upset that I was like thinking like negative thoughts. So then it would just come up every single time I take it. So it was a yeah. nightly thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, I use the word negative thoughts cause I don't want to say evil thoughts because that makes me sound like I'm an ex murderer yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I am not. No. Um, and that's like the other thing too is like, OCD has also like caused me to like really figure out who I am and mm. know who I am because like I know like and I actually I went to a Christian counselor she's like right by the right by the church mm-hmm. there's like a how do you know um Shell Haas funeral home yeah I think we talked about this yeah, yeah 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 like the house there's a house like right there by the stop sign and yeah. it's a Christian counseling center mm-hmm. and um so my counselor I started seeing her in in high school and she really really helped me um, to like, she, she had, she gave me like different sayings, like, um, God is God and I am not. And say it again. God is God and I am not. Oh, interesting. And then she would also, she gave me this really excellent advice, which I still use to this day where like, if I'm worrying about something, like obsessing over something, but mm-hmm. it seems silly. Yeah. Like when I'm driving and I think I hit someone, but I know I didn't hit someone. Right. She would say, go completely forget about it like it's going to be awkward because like your compulsion is going to want to like do something about it otherwise something's going to happen walk away for force yourself to walk away from it come back in five minutes and if it's still a worry reassess and almost every time i do that it's not like i forget about it it's not a big deal Mm because it wasn't a big deal Mm -hmm. to begin with so um so yeah that's kind of where i saw it and so, like, with my, like, you know how before I was saying, like, I'm an expert on my OCD, but not on OCD. Like, yeah. I don't know. I've never really read much about it because of my problem with reading. <laughs> but also, like, I haven't done much research. But I would imagine that probably with most people with OCD, there's, it's tied to some kind of, like, thought process. Mm-hmm. And mine was something's going to happen 
to like someone is going to die because I don't know I guess I think I just think that like people dying because it's so final Mm. is what like was my fear yeah and um and that's what all of my OCD is tied to Hmm. fear of death yeah of other people yeah I'm like not afraid of dying myself yeah that's interesting but like people that I love my loved ones yeah but also people who I don't even know, like my teacher's kids. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, there's so much more to unpack for for that, but like, yeah. like you said, like, so, you know, we don't have like all night, but yeah. um, those are the big things. Okay. Oh, and I, so another thing, like having to reread things, I also... Yeah had to rewrite things like I would and I found this in high school like taking notes like I would be like writing something down and <clears throat> if I thought something bad and, and again this is where like the like habit and like the the compulsion comes in where it's like there's no reason for me to be thinking about something bad like death of anybody but then because I'm like stressed about it or because like I'm angry that it's a problem that I have. Yeah. It is. It just, it is on my mind. It comes to mind. Yeah. Like everything triggered it, which is why it like got so bad in high school. Hmm. And like, there were times in class where I'd like write something like the word the, but then I'd have to, if I was like, if my pencil was down when I was thinking about those things, mm. I'd have to pick it up, erase and write it again yeah. until I wasn't thinking something. And I'd have to like literally distract yeah. myself. I bombed my SATs because of it. No way. <laughs> No, I, I don't know if bombed is the right word, but compared to, like, what I should have gotten yeah. on the SATs, mm-hmm. like, my intelligence level, right. I wrote and rewrote and erased so much Aww. when I was taking my SATs yeah. that they're just not, like, so thank God that Grove City, like, still accepted me without, like, with, like, a more holistic approach than just Aww. looking at my yeah, SATs yeah, yeah. because they weren't reflected of my abilities at all. Yeah. Um, so I think that's an interesting fact about me. <laughs> Do you think it's because you I don't know do you want control of that or do you think you have it and you you don't want it does that make sense the control of like other people's lives in a way yeah I don't I know I don't have control yeah rationally Um, and actually I was just telling this to my sister the other day or Actually, tell me if it was you that I was telling them (laughs) (laughs) about Seventh Heaven. No. Okay, so it was Maggie. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why I would get you and Maggie. That's so funny. I was just thinking about yeah. (laughs) But, um, it you know how like you just like get to like a thing where you're like wait deja vu like I feel like I might have told you this Uh that's why Uh, I don't know but it was Maggie, and um, I can pinpoint to you like one of the most influential parts of my OCD starting. Okay. And it was watching an episode of Seventh Heaven. And have you ever watched Seventh Heaven? I don't think so. Okay. It was an, I think it was ABC family okay. show. Um, and it was about, uh, I think there were, they had seven kids and then mm. there was like the two parents and the parent and the dad was a pastor and it's this like white suburban life thing. But like they, the one kid had like was new to having his license his driver's license Mm -hmm. 
Is this a reality show or? No, it's it's fictional. Okay, okay, sorry. And no, it's okay. And he, um, this is just like the storyline of like a TV show, and so and they like ruined my life. So I'm gonna, I should see them. (laughs) 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 They didn't ruin my life. Um, Oh no. It's okay. I love the color of that water bottle. Me too. Thank you. It's such a pretty color. I love yellow. Me too. Um. The, the, the premise of, like, one episode was that he... Well, it wasn't just one episode, because it actually went on for, like, ow. Just oh, <laughs> a big bolt out of the... <laughs> for some reason. Right at headlight. Yeah. Or, like, height. Yeah. They... He was driving one time. He was new a new driver, and there was a guy on a bike, and he hit the guy on the bike, and he killed him. Like, it, it mm. killed him. And I don't know if he got distracted or what, but whatever the case was, it wasn't his fault. Like, it, his name was Simon, mm-hmm. like, the driver. And it wasn't his, like, obviously, he didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. And so seeing that made me realize for the first time in my life that you could hurt someone so significantly mm-hmm. without even trying. Right. In that terrifies me because i never want to hurt someone ever and like that's like my biggest thing that's why like i am the person i am and like i'm always like i try to be kind which i'm not always nice (laughs) and but i was such a like like i was so prudish in high school because i was so afraid of like hurting people's feelings Mm -hmm. or um but i mean that was also paired to with where i was in my religion but like i yeah i'm like terrified of hurting someone yeah um in me having that effect on someone. So I guess that answers your question in the sense that, like, it's not that I, like, think that I have the control. It's that I realized at that point in life that, like, you could severely, literally, fatally hurt someone without Mm -hmm. even trying. And then I was like, if that's possible, like, yeah, we don't have any control over that. And that, like, terrified me. And, um... But then I also realized that, like, you can't, you also cannot survive. You cannot live if that's something that, like, you think about all the time. Which yeah. is, like, why I, like, forced myself to, like, get my license. Because mm-hmm. I'm, like, I won't be able to have a job in a normal life if yeah. I don't face this fear. So, yeah. like, it was something that I just, like, had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that answers your question. Or if that's kind of what you were asking. Yeah, I think so. Um, do you, So, you know that what you think isn't true mm-hmm. but you just have to do it because because you're afraid that what if mm-hmm. yeah yeah and yeah and and now the it shows up the most in driving now um that's the worst of yeah it. Um, I don't think I'll ever be a normal driver, to be honest with you. Like, mm-hmm. I think, think that's going to be a problem for the rest of my life because, and it's every drive that I, that I make. So like my drive here, my drive home tonight, like it's every drive that I make, I like worry about like hitting someone, yeah. um, with my car. Maybe that is subconsciously tied to, um, Simon. <laughs> so yeah, that I thought, that's what I thought at first. The too, driving. So. Yeah. So, but, like, I also think that it has to, like, it makes me who I am. So, 
I kind of wear it with like pride now because I I I think that lot so everybody has some kind of issue in their life. Yeah. And at least I feel like I've gotten to a point where I at least understand it pretty well. And yeah. I know how to cope with it on for the most part. Sometimes I let it get to me and I just I'm not I'm I don't I don't use all of the tools that I have. So like I I, I let it get to me. Mm-hmm. But um that's like the gist of it. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's like the It was like the most silent transition I've ever made. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it also affected my relationship too, like my relationship, my romantic relationships. Uh-huh. And I think that I don't think that was the reason why we broke up or why we had any kind of relationship issues. But like, I can tell you for a fact that I annoyed the C R A P. I had to spell it out because to make the emphasis, not because I'm like. Elementary <laughs> that's great i annoyed the crap out of him because i'm sure because i overanalyzed everything mm-hmm. so like put so much thought into the texts i sent and things that he said and things that he didn't say and then things that he did do and didn't do mm. and things in his past that i knew about or that i didn't know about or i didn't know all the details about you know what i mean yeah. so like that so I kind of worry, too. Like, sometimes I am pretty thankful that I'm single because I'm like, at least it's just me that's, like, dealing with me and nobody else has to. <laughs> I remember that thought, too, yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of nice, you know? Yeah. Which then also is connected to my feet. Like, like... <laughs> the stupid chair. Mm-hmm. You're the one that gave me the chair. <laughs> you I'm want to you. No, no. This, this isn't comfortable. Yeah, you mm-hmm. should stay there. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. Um, Do you want to get another chair? No, this is the best chair we have. Oh, that's, that's so sad. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's fine. We have another computer chair, but it's buried under a bunch of stuff in our garage, so this is fine. Mm. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. Um, I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, 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 religion. It's tied to my faith because... Then, okay, got it. Yeah, okay. Because then it's like, I also love, love the fact that we have a God that like, he knows everything about me and God knows and understands things about me that I don't even understand about myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like when I, and that's the thing, like I really struggle with relationships being like the center of my life and the a potential relationship, like mm-hmm. romantic relationship being the focus, like the center of my life, it like drives everything I do, which is yeah. the worst. But like that I have a so much solace from the fact that like that's kind of where my faith comes from because we have a God that created us that knows us and like sometimes I fear that like the person that I marry is not going to know or I'm not gonna be able to express some stuff mm-hmm. but then like sometimes I'm not even able to express it to myself like understand it yeah so then I'm like how lucky are we to have a God who does understand everything mm-hmm. and that talking to him is just as easy as talking to just as easy or easier than talking to another person because you don't even have to put it into words like you can just feel things and like let it like like lay it like at god's feet and and just say like like god god help me understand myself (laughs) or like 
or or something like that. You know, I don't know. I guess that's where I was going. And yeah. I think if I kept talking, I would probably just go in circles. So. Uh, I do that all the time. Ow. The floor is <laughs> um, But I think that was worth waiting for. I like that. I'm glad, I'm glad we got back to it. Yeah, yeah, because that is, like, that's really important to me. And it's what I tell, like, kids especially, like, youth especially, is mm-hmm. that, like, it, you know, I never get tired of the wonder of being, of, of prayer. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm going to look for a different question that, like, okay. makes more sense, kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what is so great about me writing this stuff down is the ones we don't get to, you can just read them. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, actually. Or I'll just read them real quickly and... <laughs> make any comments because some of them don't make sense unless we're in a conversation to be honest with you um what's something you want to experience for the first time again oh that's interesting that you asked that question because i don't feel like i had a really good answer we could skip it um yeah no i don't really have a good answer okay uh what was your favorite birthday so this one's funny. I love and dislike birthdays all at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, like, I love having a special day um, where, where you get attention. Yeah. And um, you also kind of like, can have, like, a treat yourself mentality. And, like, um, but I also, I'm, like, I also like the... I also don't like the attention, too, <laughs> because I, like, my love, did you ever read the Love Languages book? No, but I'm familiar with it. Like, one of my my love languages is obvious, is, is definitely not, I mean, I do appreciate people telling me that they love me, but, like, I, love is so much more power to me when it, powerful to me when you see it through someone's actions or, or something that they do for you, like, they're showing you mm-hmm. that they love you through something, and yeah. so, like, I I enjoy knowing that people love me on an everyday basis, like, on, like, you know, like, that sounds weird the way that I said that. <laughs> people so. love me well, every day. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. But what I mean is, like, I like the little things, like, here and there, like, when my sister, you know, um, will text me and be like, hey, like, um, like, she knows me so well that, like, she'll know that there's a certain time in my life where I'm really stressed out and so she'll text me without us even talking about it she'll just text me and be like hey are you you doing all right or something yeah. like that and that that's just nice. like speaks volumes to me because mm-hmm. i'm like i know that shows me that her love for me so birthdays are hard because like because it's like that stuff then is not genuine it is genuine it can be genuine but it just doesn't seem like it because to me like it's more genuine whenever it's like in everyday life yeah that makes sense absolutely um but my breath, my favorite birthday was my, kind of related to this, my 25th birthday. Mm-hmm. So two years ago, my sister and my mom and my dad and John surprised me with a, a surprise birthday party. Aww. And they, and I've never had a surprise party before. Yeah. And they totally got me because I'm super gullible and clueless. <laughs> like sometimes I'm actually very sharp and like intuitive and uh-huh. this stuff. And then other times, <laughs> completely out of it. Yeah. And so they surprised me. We did a board and brush thing where we could like make our own. So it's like, um, 
It's like, you know what, like, painting with a twist is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like that, except for instead of painting canvases, you're painting, like, um, board signs. Oh, cool. And it's it's right by, it's in um, Pine Ridgeland. Oh. It's, well, I mean, it's not it's not the only one, but there's one in, um, it's right by the tracks. You know where oh, like, yeah. the street the Baracas live on? Yeah, it's yeah, It's right by the tracks. Oh, cool. Um, so they did, they surprised me with that. And then we went back to Maggie's house and, um, like hung out and then had a sleepover. But the best part uh-huh. about it was that like, it was literally all of I me, mean, you know, like that, those 15 people I was talking about yeah. earlier, it was all of them. Uh-huh. And it was literally what was most like special to me was it was the people who are live far away now. So like I have a friend who lives mm. in New Jersey. I have, um, a friend who lives way out in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, which sounds, it's not actually way out. So like, it's only a couple of hours, but it's, it's like far. Five hours. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't see her like often. Um, and, and so it was like those people who I don't see as often. And it was just really special to me that I had all of the people, all of my people yeah. in one place all at the same That's time. That's amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. Wow. So that was my best birthday. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thanks for asking. Uh, I'm interested in how you're going to take this one. Would you <laughs> rather take too many pictures or not enough what do you think my answer is gonna be um (laughs) that's such a weird thing in your mouth uh i think hmm i could see you both ways i'm gonna say too many i'd rather take too many yeah i'd rather not take not enough really Mm -hmm. why okay so i've learned this lesson already the hard way. Okay. That taking that I've learned this about myself that that I remember things and more fondly if I soaked in the atmosphere and what I saw than mm-hmm. if I take a picture. Yeah. And um and I like for example like in sixth grade we took like a, a class trip to Niagara Falls mm. and I took like like probably hundreds of pictures. And I couldn't tell. I don't remember standing at Niagara Falls because oh, I was taking so many yeah, photos. Yeah. Which, you know, it was just Niagara Falls, so I don't care. <laughs> but I learned this before I went to Ireland. And then oh, I nice. love Ireland. So yeah. now, and part of the reason is because I was able to soak it all in and I didn't take too many photos. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm always in the camp where I'd rather not take too many photos. Now, yeah. that being said, I do need to take some pictures yeah. because, like, excuse me, like, I also do like having photographic, like, um, like, mind joggers, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, to to remind you of Mm. all the other memories that were there that aren't in the picture. Um, And I also do this weird thing where I take pictures of the most random, mundane, everyday stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, because then it reminds me of, like, everyday life. Like, yeah. Because that's, like, what made life is made up of. And, like, this is actually something that my, my sister struggles with. That, like, she um, she has a hard time um, managing, like, her expectations for stuff. Oh, okay. She gets, like, really, really excited for things. And mm-hmm. then when they're over, gets, like, depressed about that. I think yeah. a lot of people do that. Yeah, yeah. And I used to feel that way, too. And then hated it so much that I was like, well, we've got to change something about <laughs> this. <laughs> And so that's how I got to the point where now I'm just, I just like, I enjoy everyday stuff yeah. and like, because then, cause that's so much more frequent than the things that we build up. Yeah. So, um, and I just, I find life easier that way. Yeah. You're missing 
just everyday good stuff mm -hmm. because you're like oh when's this next thing gonna happen exactly. or like oh i'm sad the last thing just happened yeah and i because i was like that in high school where like i would be looking forward to let's say like the homecoming dance and then i would just completely miss like the whole first two months of school because i was looking so much mm -hmm. forward to like this yeah. one event you yeah, know yeah and so like now i can remember stuff from the beginning of school yeah. but like it's just an example mm -hmm. so yeah, that's how I feel about that. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. Um, I was I've been thinking about that one for a while, and I finally asked someone, so I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, um, I like a, that question. I thank was glad you. you asked that. I was uh, I was worried that um, people in general. I, I, you're the only one I asked, so I don't know. I guess for sure, I don't have a big <laughs> sample size, but um, I was worried people wouldn't understand the question. But it seems like you nailed it. Okay, good. Um, You kind of maybe already answered this, but what do you think led to this time in your life? I remember answering that one, interestingly. Um. Oh, it's literally right in front of me. <laughs> it's like a microphone in me. <laughs> it's like what? The microphone in me when I was looking for oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's right in front of me. So, what do you mean by this time in life? Um, like just this, this moment, like, where you are, you could take it, like, in general, where you are, or just, like, in, under <laughs> stairs. <laughs> so, um, I like this atmosphere. I feel nice and warm and cozy. Yeah. <laughs> Proud of myself for wearing my sweatpants like I was planning. I didn't know if I should look, like, acceptable or be comfortable, and I'm glad I went with what I did. Me too. Always, that's always, like you know, the better decision. Yeah. Which, like, my, like, people used to, like, um, I hope you don't mind that. <laughs> okay. I'm surprised you're that flexible. I'm very flexible. Um, the, uh, I was going to say something, but it's actually not that important, so I'm going to stop myself right there. Okay. Um, so, the reason I clarify that is because, like, so I have an answer to the question, but before I answer the question, mm -hmm. um, I think it's worth noting that something that I do that I don't like about myself, and I think I kind of alluded to this earlier, is that, like, I think about my life in terms of if I'm in a, the stage of a relationship or not, mm. um, and I hate that about myself yeah. because um, I, I don't want my life to be to revolve around relationships. I think that that, I read this book in college in a Bible study called God, God's at War. Mm -hmm. I never told you about that. I don't think so. And it was literally, it like so, like do you ever have something that like so perfectly describes something that you're just like, that's a nugget of gold. Like that's yeah. just wisdom. Uh -huh. That's just wisdom. Uh -huh. I love it. It, character, it defined idols as this. It's whatever you put ahead of God. Yeah, like, yeah. Things that you put ahead of God. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, boys right there is, like, men is, like, <laughs> is it is literally always in that number one spot, which I hate. And that's, mm -hmm. like, that's what I'm, that's kind of a facet to that question, to that answer, I guess. Because yeah. that's what I'm constantly battling. I'm always, like, trying to get myself to be, like, you are not part of a whole. You are a whole already. Yeah. Uh -huh. And, um, I... I like metaphors, and I know you like metaphors because I've been listening to some of your podcasts. Nice, nice. <laughs> and 
This is fun because in uh, did you take a language in in school? Uh, Spanish. Yeah. Okay, so I took so it's me too. So okay. it's the Spanish, <laughs> and um, so like. Let's do the rest of the podcast in Spanish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's Spanish. Well, See. I don't know if it's, if it's Spanish, but like my Spanish teacher said, okay. <laughs> um, the saying for like some your your better half, uh-huh. or like sometimes like a like slang, uh, not slang, but like a, a term of endearment mm-hmm. for your like significant other is um, Ace Me Media Naranja. Okay. Which, do you know what Naranja means? Uh, no, I don't think It's so. really simple. You know what it is. Okay. Oh, or, orange and orange. banana? Okay. It's orange, yeah. yeah. So, like, me media Naranja means my half orange. So, it's like the other half of an orange. So, it means that it's you're literally half of a whole. Uh-huh. And I love that. Like, I love that translation because it's like, that is how I view myself. But that's not true. Right, like, God, yeah. like, made us all as, like, and that's, you know, like I said, like, I... And I also hate, like, sometimes whenever I'm talking, like, that I always mention God because then I think it automatically puts people on in a different camp than me. Mm-hmm. But I also can't explain things yeah. without my faith uh-huh. um, because that's just how I understand life. Yeah. But, but like, I I think it, I think I, it's wrong for me to think that I, I'm half um, and I'm waiting for the other half of yeah. me to be, yeah. to come along. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't like that about myself, but, and that's kind of how I, how I look at life and like future in general. But to answer your question, um, I think God has exactly where he wants me to be. Um, let me just read my answer because to be honest, I'm not going to be able to like think Okay. like just uncanny. Sure. Um, uncanny was not the right word there. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, so I'm just going to read what I have and then maybe comment on it. Okay. I think God is exactly where he wants me to be, and I'm honestly so thankful for that because I've had to make hard decisions before, and I like knowing that the right and best decision is going to be made by God. So the time that I am in at, like, how I would characterize my life right now is single. I don't have a, I don't have a full-time job yet, but that's where I'm working to get to mm-hmm. I live with my parents but I'm working on getting an apartment um and yes being single also means no kids no like romantic interest and so then I focus on other things in life like friends and hobbies and enjoying life mm-hmm. and stuff like that so I think that I've been led to this time in life because I've had to make hard decisions and like I know that when I ask God about the decisions and to help me with the decisions mm-hmm. that they're going to be right. Yeah. And so I feel good about where I am because I felt like I've asked God and mm. like there was a time in my life where I didn't feel like I was right and it was when I was with like my ex-boyfriend mm. and, and it's, I hate saying that because it makes it sound terrible but like <laughs> oh jeez I knew there I knew there was something like I knew that that just we were not you know right or like we weren't meant to like stay together yeah. and 
I knew that was the truth, but I didn't want to accept it because I was so comfortable. Yeah. And, um, but then it's like, once I finally got the courage to like, listen to God, like, listen to, <laughs> listen to my heart. I hate saying that because that's so cheesy, but, I know, but... but you know, I do feel like, you know, when you have to make that, that really like hard decision, yeah. it's the right decision. Mm-hmm. Then you're in a good spot. I'm trying to relate because I, I, used to be in that spot, like where I felt like I was totally on the right path and like God was right there with me. Mm-hmm. And then I tell people that like I'm big decisions are easy. I don't even have to make them. They're like yeah, I yeah. feel like they're, but I can't relate to myself from that time anymore. And I don't know what I wanted the other person to say when I said that. So I'm trying to like. Are you saying that you're not in that place now? I don't... I don't know. I guess I'm not listening enough. Or do you maybe just feel like you're not in tune with God? Or like you don't commune with Him enough? Because I always feel that way. That's another part of like stuff that I wrote down. I'm not sure. I haven't really dug into that part in a while. Because I, th- I think it, it is, it feels like a lot of work to constantly be in commune or, or whatever you want to say yeah. um, with him. So mm-hmm. it's not like you switch a light switch on three times and it's on. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's just hard to stay on that unless you're you're actively trying to do that right yeah maybe that's something i could work on it's hard because it's it's like a full-time job Mm -hmm. like being being a christian sometimes it's a full-time job and then sometimes like i get like so discouraged because I'm like, well, I'm a terrible Christian, which I hate saying that because it's like, God, God also knows that I'm a human and like that I am just naturally like, as they would say in Christian school, fallen, (laughs) like we're all fallen beings. Like, um, so I don't know. I think that, I don't know. That's, I guess that's one of the questions I had for you is is where you're like, yeah, faith journey yeah. is but like also um there was something else that you said that I was like wondering about um you were saying like some how someone would say something to you then or what were you saying um like I would tell people to like if it got brought up I wasn't, like, just on the streets, like, I feel like I'm on the right path. I feel like I'm on the right path. Um, But um, whatever that would come up, um, I never felt like someone gave me, like, the validation or whatever I wanted at the time. That you you were there. Yeah, that I was wanting them to say, like, wow, you're a good person. You wanted people to say that, and you felt like you never did um, have that? I, that's what I'm saying. I don't remember exactly what I wanted them to say to me. Oh, okay. Got it. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I understand. 
we did the pictures one. So I guess. We kind of answered where is your faith journey now a little bit. Yeah, I think I actually. Yeah, I mentioned everything that I wrote. Oh, nice. Okay. Cool. We did it. Um, (laughs) What's your strangest belief? I spent time on this one because I was like. You have a lot of strange ones with the RCD, I guess. (laughs) I guess so. I never thought about it that way. But those aren't beliefs. Those are lies that I believe. Interesting. Those are like. That's very interesting. Yeah, those Distinction, are, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're absolute lies. Like, I don't actually believe them, but I do for the period of time where I'm, like, right. doing, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> so this is funny because, like, there's two, and the first one is, like, like a conversation topic, and then the second one's funny. <laughs> um, so, like, my I, it was hard for me to think of this. I don't know if it's strange. No, I don't think it is strange, now that I'm saying it out loud. But I, f- I firmly believe that a person's experiences, especially, like, their childhood and home life, determine the kind of person they're going to be. Mm. So, like, that's not a strange belief, but it's a very strong belief of mine. Yeah. That, like, um, which is, like, partially why I'm in education, because I think kids' lives and, like, the experiences that they have when they're younger, yeah. they, it needs, they need to be positive but constructive in order for them to to be like successful and to grow and know how to function in society and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's not like a strange belief, but no, I don't think so. But you're, so you're just saying like you're, you think it's mostly nurture, like the nature versus nurture thing. Yeah, I do. And I, and I, to be honest, I haven't done a lot of like, like, like research into it, (laughs) but like, um, And I don't know how I feel about genetics. I don't know what this says about me and how I, what I feel about genetics. Because uh-huh. I do think that there are things that are, like, innate because of genetics. But you, typically when I think of genetics, I think of, like, me having red hair because I have it in my family. Mm-hmm. Or, like, um, even, like, um, like, anxiety or OCD, like, I mm-hmm. think also has, like a, like, a familial gene. But, like when it comes to how a person is going to turn out, I think it has so much to do with the nurture yeah. and their surroundings mm-hmm. and the, the kind of love that they're shown, especially when they're really young. Yeah. So the other thing that I wrote was, I don't know how I feel about dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Because... Because, okay, here's the thing, is that, like, there was a point in time where I just remember at one point in college being, like, like, I hadn't thought about dinosaurs in a really long time. (laughs) And then, like, somebody mentioned them. And I'm like, oh, yeah, dinosaurs were real. Like, part of me was, like, that they weren't real. I know. And then, here's what I think about them. It's a strange belief. Is that... Well, I think it also fits into, like, evolution versus, like, creation. And yeah, I think, yeah. I don't understand all of that, but I also, like, 
don't have that kind of time on my hands, so I don't think about it too much. <laughs> well, it's also like a bottomless pit, I feel. It is, which yeah. is why I don't really think about exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. I mean, but there are things that are also bottomless pits that I spend <laughs> in, in a insane amount of time thinking about. But, like, yeah. I think that, like, what I don't get is I'm, like, basically, I mean, basically they're, like, dinosaurs, or, I mean, they're, like, animals, but they're not animals. <laughs> right? Because, like, there's, like, mammals, and they're not considered mammals, are they? Because they're not warm-blooded, but it, they wouldn't be considered... You wouldn't also, you also wouldn't really classify them as reptiles. I mean, they're closer to reptiles. Yeah. But then why was the Earth filled with reptiles, and then, and then now, like, the majority is mammals? Yeah. And... Right. And if we believe the creation story and that there was humans from the very beginning mm -hmm. where were they when the dinosaurs were ruling yeah yeah so i like don't know how i feel about dinosaurs like i just feel like <laughs> it's like a fun little thing that like people threw into history that like now, this is going to sound like I think it's a conspiracy and I don't think they exist because I think uh -huh. they do exist. I don't think right. that people would, like, actually put, like, bones in the ground to, no. like, fake something. I think yeah. that's, like, a heck of a lot of work. And yeah. whoever has that amount of time on their hands. And what does it prove? I don't know. Right. But so, yeah, that's that's kind of where my, my thoughts went whenever you asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, though. Like, I think there a lot of people go through that phase, like... I love dinosaurs, and they're so cool, and then you, like, grow up, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I remember dinosaurs, that thing, like, that you read about, mm -hmm. and then you're like... Wait, were they real? Yeah, were they real? <laughs> or is that, like, Magic Schoolhouse? Or what is, what is <laughs> Magic Schoolhouse. Yeah, yeah. Just watched that last week. Really? Yeah, <laughs> we watched the one where, like, they go inside of, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Ralphie? No, not Ralphie. Mm-hmm. I think his name's Arnold. They go inside of his, like, digestive system. Because <laughs> we're talking about digestion. Yeah. Good one. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I guess that's it for that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's... We're, like, hitting these out of the park. I'm excited. Yeah? <laughs> Me too. Uh, what's... <laughs> I feel a lot better. At the beginning of, like, whenever we were talking, you were like, okay, so we're only, like, through two questions, and it's been, like, yeah. 50 minutes, yeah. and I'm like, oh, God. I'm not doing a good job, Rachel. Like, I thought I was going to do a really good job and just get every single thing out of my mouth. But, like, yeah. that's my OCD. And sometimes I have to manage my expectations and be like, it's more normal if it's just a conversation and you don't actually cover every single thing that you have here. <laughs> um, but I like that. Like, it's always my goal to have, like, stuff that we're not, like, planning on talking about talk about up top so it feels like mm -hmm. more of a flow into it. Like, there's a couple podcasts that I, like, think about, and I'm, we sat down, and I'm, like, I, like, panic. I'm, like, okay, is it too, is it too early to start? <laughs> well, I think that this is, like, fun and, like, would, like, love to do, like, another one where you don't give me the time at all to think about questions. Mm. Like, don't even, like, send yeah. me the night before so that I can cancel, because I'm actually really good at doing that. As I told you, it's, like, my college thing. Um, so, like... That would, I think that would be interesting, too, because I think mm. that would be a much more authentic conversation, which is why you do what you do. Yeah. But right. but I also, like I said before, I'm glad that we did it the way that we were doing it, because I also don't think, like, this being, like, the first part, pack podcast I've ever done, <laughs> like, 
I do want it to be like sound like a meaningful <laughs> and yeah. and I know myself so well that I, I know I do ramble even when I have something like this so I was just afraid that like if yeah. I would just sit down that it would just be like it would just go nowhere yeah like, have no structure at all and that really bothers me when things don't have structure oh really okay yeah that's the other thing about OCD that I think that it um is so fascinating well, so, like, you know how, like, when people are, like, oh, yeah, that's my OCD coming out? Right. And, like, they don't realize that, like, people who have actual OCD hear that, and they're, like, if you only knew. It's mm. kind of, like, whenever, um, like, you're, uh, if you ever, I've never had this experience, but I've always wanted to, where, like, you speak a different language, and, like, other people are speaking the language, and they don't know you know the language. Yeah. And so you know what everything that they're saying, but yeah. they don't know it. Yeah. It's, it's like that with, like, OCD, where it's, like, people are, like, it's my OCD coming out. Yeah. Which, they always mean it as a joke. But, yeah. And, and to me, it doesn't offend me, because I've managed it. Mm-hmm. But I think that also has determined the kind of person I am, because then also, like, I am really, like, I, I consider myself pretty considerate, because then I think about those things, where, like, things that I say, how other people are going to perceive them. Mm-hmm. Um. But that's what's interesting is that people think that OCD is like having to have your pencils in order and they, they would assume my room to be super clean and my mm. room is a mess. <laughs> and it does bother me. It stresses yeah. me out that it's messy and I yeah. feel so much better that it's clean. But I also have to like, I have to be realistic with the fact that I it's not going to be clean all the time. So yeah. it's, it's part of just like living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the meaning of life? So, um, I told Maggie, actually, so, like, last night, I hung out with Alex Shibley's in town. Oh, And, cool. um, it's been, like, the first time he's been back. It's, like, Another number five four. or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the first time he's been back since, like, the pandemic started and everything. So, he came, or we all went to Maggie. It was, like, we went to Maggie and John's house, and it was me, and then Alex and Ross and Josh and Maya. So oh, we were like wow. hanging out yesterday cool. and I told them I was going to be on your podcast. No way! Yeah. So I was like <laughs> promoting your podcast. Um, and I said, <laughs> they were like, what are you going to talk about? And I was like, well, to be honest, like he sent a list of questions and one of the questions is what is the meaning of life? So if that gives you an idea of what we're going to yeah, talk yeah. about, now I have to find it. <laughs> <laughs> what did they say? They were like, oh. They were like, oh yeah, that's really cool. Because I was like explaining kind of at least what I understand your podcast to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, which is, if you case you're wondering, I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> of course. I think it's just like literally like trying to have authentic conversations with people about interesting stuff. Yeah. And which I just think is really, I really find fascinating. I've actually, you've changed my, my, my view on podcasts. And that's actually one of my questions I had for you, uh-huh. which is like the first question was like, who introduced you yeah. to podcasts and do you like think like worship them think thank them profusely so i want to know your answer to that yeah but like i've all i never i didn't hate podcasts but i didn't i never understood the hype mm-hmm. and um i've listened to a couple before like when last year on our way to cape cod we listened it was just me maggie and john we listened to the ologies podcast mm-hmm. I don't know it's um it's this girl who hosts guests that are all like experts in different things mm. so like like john is an ornithologist mm-hmm. because he studies birds yeah. or ornithology yeah. so i think they probably i mean i don't know they probably she probably had an op- uh, a episode on that but like uh-huh. like I'm, 
she had like that's the whole each episode is a new ology mm-hmm. and so we listened to that like a bunch of different which is just interesting because it's like you learn more information new information but i guess when po- podcasts first started like becoming more of a thing i just i don't know why but i just assumed that they were the same thing as books on tape mm-hmm. and so i thought it was just people reading <laughs> reading books but then also just like talking about things which didn't seem interesting to me like mm-hmm. i was like i'd rather sing along to a song <laughs> yeah but do you know something do you like this is i think make it gonna make you feel good do you want to know something is that like recently and like just in like the last week or two like i've been listening to podcasts on my way to work and it significantly like lowers my anxiety that i have when I'm driving yes because, i completely agree with that okay and What's cool is I thought it would have the exact opposite effect because back when I thought the podcasts were like books on tape, I'm yeah. like, I can never focus because yeah. I'm going to be listening too intently. Yeah. And so I never tried it. And then I, I what one did I start to listen to? Um, I listened to your one with Luke because mm. I, I really admire Luke. And Me I too. think that like, I also haven't seen him for so long and I'm like, I could use a good, like, yeah. out, like dose of like Luke in my life. So I yeah. really wanted to listen to it. So I listened to that and I was like, I love this. Cause like I'm learning and like, especially because it was like a lot of like religion talk. Mm-hmm. I like, that's something that I like really like I'm interested in. Yeah. And so I was like, um, I listened to that and realized that like, I don't, I mean now I still do worry you know i wouldn't say it's a significant decrease in worrying that i have when i'm driving but Mm -hmm. it was like better yeah so that's been exciting um but uh i think that's all i had to say yeah um just to add to that when i'm late to something i'm more likely to put on music because it'll like hype me up and i'll be like more kind of like focused and like yeah yeah just more intense and then if i'm like early and stuff and i just want to like relax before i go wherever i'm going i always put on a podcast but that's like my default for everything all the time yeah yeah you do (laughs) yeah man you do have like everybody has like you have to be in certain different in different moods whenever you're driving somewhere like sometimes like very not very rarely i would say more frequently than most people i actually don't have any music on at all Hmm. um and most of the time when i have music off i'm praying but then sometimes i just get really like i just really i push i enjoy the silence Mm -hmm. um and so yeah i I would do that too but where is this question what's the name of life oh here it is yeah let's see what i thought (laughs) (laughs) it's a surprise for you too it is a surprise. What grade would you give it? Jerry's still out. <laughs> um, I'm kind of like a harsh critic on like Christians <laughs> as a Christian. Yeah. Because my whole thing with Christianity is like this is not answering your well it is it's i mean it's, it's a roundabout way yeah which i'm like you know honestly a doctorate in roundabout never <laughs> <laughs> um, never actually get my real doctorate degree but i i'll award yeah. myself that one um <laughs> and i 
I get annoyed with Christians because I think that we're so much, and this probably partly has to do with going to Grove City and being in, in a, such a heavily Christian culture Yeah. for a long period of time, you know, a couple of years of my life. And um, sometimes we get so caught up that we, like, no longer relate to other people. So, like, when we talk about yeah. God in our own, like, lingo and terms and yeah. in our own views, we don't we don't relate to other people and then they just block you out. And I'm like, well, that's not successful at all. (laughs) And so my whole thing is like, sometimes I like to be, I don't, it's not that I like to like discount Christianity, but I'd like to manage like, like realistically probably what other people are thinking whenever they're thinking about um, stuff. So I always like to take into consideration that there's a way that I think about things because of my, my beliefs and I want everyone to know God because I, it makes my, he makes my life easier and happier. And I feel more of an appreciation and understanding mm-hmm. of myself. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I, you know, I want to share like, um, you know, my love for God. But then at the same time, I'm like, I also know not everyone's there. Not everyone can be there. There have been times where I haven't been there in my life that like, so it's also important to like, not be talking in Christian lingo all the time because then you're not going to be able to relate to people. Mm-hmm. I think the most important thing is to relate to people first. Yeah. Then once you know them or once they know you and they understand you a little bit better, then then you can... It's not like you're hiding your beliefs, but like you're easing it into a point where it's not threatening. Right, yeah. You know? Uh-huh. So I, I divided this into two camps what is the meaning of life Christian and non-Christian? Oh, interesting. Okay. And so, okay, sorry, I'm going to do a lot weird stretch thing again, but here I am. Um, I think that for me, like the meaning of life is to, the reason we were created is kind of how I took that question. I mm-hmm. kind of like reframed it. Okay. Cause that's how I understand the question and it's to glorify God. There's more to it. Okay. But, like, that's that's why we were created. All right. It was to worship God. Yeah. Have you heard that? Or yeah. Do you believe that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, like, and I kind of didn't realize that until I went to college. Because mm. <laughs> I, you know, it's interesting because God didn't need us. Like, he didn't need a bunch of minions <laughs> running around. <laughs> yeah. But he wanted us, mm-hmm. which is such a display of love. Like, he wanted to share. It's like when you love something so much, you want to share it with other people. Yeah. And so, um, so I think that the meaning of life is connected in that way to, to, to glorify God because he gave us life, but also because he, you know, I don't know, I... I don't know if I'm going to phrase it that way, but like the whole, like God is all about love. That's my favorite thing. You know, do you ever like, like God is love, Rev Run? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -mm. (laughs) So like Run's house was like a a TV show. Run? Run. Yeah. His name is Run. Rev Run. Um. Okay. Um, (laughs) He he always used to say, um, or he always used to say, at the end of the show, it was a reality show. He'd say, God is love, Rev, run. <laughs> and, like, I always love saying, like, God is love because, like, it's true. Like, 
and I think that God is like literally like the manifestation of love mm-hmm. and that's hit all his whole thing, which is why when it comes to so many things that people struggle with with the church, like the thing that come always comes to mind is to my mind is like homosexuality mm-hmm. and like the people who are so hurt by the church because so often like Christian's first reaction is to it I think it comes from a good place you want to like share this is what I know and this is what I believe mm-hmm. but then it doesn't come off as love yeah. and so like love is the most important thing it's to like love another person mm-hmm. and by loving another person like then then like I don't know I just think that's the most important thing so that's the meaning of life <laughs> <laughs> and podcast um yeah, uh, yeah. so but then my non-Christian answer, and I don't know really what to think about this, is <laughs> there has to be some kind of purpose for living and breathing and moving around. Otherwise, what would be the point of us being able to do all of that? Right. So, yeah. like, I don't really know the answer to that, which it's hard to answer this question mm-hmm. with the beliefs that I have. Like, it's really hard for me to. That's why it's so interesting to talk to different people, because it's like, I can't give you the answer for like a non-Christian, but that's yeah. what I would guess. Like, there yeah. has to be some kind of reason. Mm-hmm. And I think... Probably it has to do with like using our complex brains to continue to grow and develop mm. and evolve and stuff like that. Yeah. That's, I don't know, kind of what I think about that. Yeah. I feel like I'm not crystallizing good thoughts on that or like big spiritual stuff. What do you mean? I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not, it's not like, I feel like I used to be, like, real, like, clear on what I thought and believed. Mm-hmm. And lately it's, like, I just haven't been, like, digging as much, I think. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have, like, a good... I feel like I used to have, like, a good thought or answer or whatever for anything, any spiritual anything. Right. And then now I just, I don't as much. But well, you go through you go through different stages in your life. I know, yeah. And so right now, your 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 stage in life is to focus on another area of life. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I know. I I need to. That's also something is like I need to be more accepting of um, myself and just everything. Um, that is. I'm sorry. I don't want to cut you off. No. I, I'm glad you cut me off because I had nothing to say. (laughs) That's one thing I think that that we have to... um, Before I went to college, I didn't understand grace the way I do now. Like the word grace and Mm -hmm. giving yourself grace and giving other people grace. Mm -hmm. Because I thought that it was just like a church word, honestly, to be honest with you and you know god's grace and being like gracious to us and stuff like that but then in but in college i was in this thing we called d group which was discipleship group Mm. and it was a um it was women in the community in the grove city community like not the actual college but the town who wanted to lead small groups Mm -hmm. and then we as students signed up and they would just put us in groups so i was in a group with Four, four other girls and then we had a leader so there's mm-hmm. five of us and then a leader's six together 
She had two little boys. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason why I want little boys because I just absolutely love them. And but they're not little boys anymore. They're like in middle school. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. But we, she would say, and this was like like college was such a stressful time of in life for me yeah. at least. And I would come over and over again just not having read what we were talking about. Like mm. we would do book studies or we would do Bible studies and. I just never did the things yeah. that I needed to do. And she was so instrumental in changing my perspective on grace because she would say, you know what? It's all grace here. Like, huh. you know, I, you know, give yourself grace. I'm giving you grace. Like, what's most important is that we are getting together yeah. and that we are communing and talking yeah. and stuff like that. And, and that's a philosophy that I carry into all, all, in all kinds of like all mm. different areas like mm-hmm. even in my teaching like sometimes if a lesson doesn't go the way I want it to I'm like you know what at least as long as like the kids are they feel safe they feel good today and maybe they learn something new like mm-hmm. that's okay yeah. and so like I really love that concept of grace because mm. I think for whatever reason we put so much pressure on ourselves Yeah. and I don't know if it's just me or if it's everybody but like I put so much pressure on myself in, to a point where it's like physical stress where sometimes I have to tell myself, Rachel, you didn't kill anybody. Like, <laughs> stop being so stressed yeah, out like yeah. about little things. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think, I think grace is an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. I like, yeah, grace is a good... Um, it is associated with Christianity a lot, but I think it's, it's a good... Uh, concept concept for at all all and every <laughs> all <one. events. laughs> um, yeah can you reread the, the the second meaning of life again I want I'm, I'm hoping something will, yeah, yeah. will ricochet off my brain isn't this nice that I can reread it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I most def- definitely would not have been able to like, repeat it. Yeah. I can tell you that. You would have stopped and re-listened to the podcast. Yeah. So it said, there has to be some kind of purpose for living and breathing and moving around. Otherwise, mm-hmm. what would be the point of being able to do all of that? Right. So I think that the secular answer is there is no inherent meaning, but there everyone has their own meaning and they have to find it themselves. Mm. Um, but also something that made me think of that, I think I quoted it before in, in a podcast, um, but <clears throat> John Mulaney has a joke about how he doesn't know why he has a body other than it transports his head from room to room. <laughs> so I think that's so funny. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's so relatable and like people like I didn't really think about that like I don't really need a body mm-hmm. and I try not to identify too hard with my physical self but then mm-hmm. I also try to embody it at the same time <laughs> if that makes sense. ironically yeah no yeah. it makes sense okay yeah. yeah it's everything's such a weird delicate balance <laughs> but that's <laughs> sorry I wasn't laughing at that I was yeah. laughing at um, there's like a proverbial saying that's like, people say, like, 
I don't, I'm not going to be able to say it correctly, but it's like, everything is something, man. Or like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I think that's true, too. Like, that was some part of my movie. Did I say it? I think, I think TJ says that at the end of my movie is nothing is anything, so anything can be everything. Mm, yeah. So that's kind of meaning of life to me, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's like puts it in a nice like wrapped up package. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I'm gonna look at these questions, but I think we got through most of them, to be honest. Really? Okay, so. Um, so I mean, unless you want to hear more about any of them. Uh, we have a little like okay. So what? What's your favorite version of you? Oh. Have we talked about this one? No, we haven't. Can I do something really quick? Absolutely. And this is part of my OCD, in case you're wondering. Hmm. I need to, like, read through these questions and, like, take a inventory of what we've talked about. Okay. We haven't. Sure. <laughs> I'll check my levels. <laughs> my levels? <laughs> not. Yeah. No. Oh, I hope you can hear my stomach in the phone. I did. I heard it. No, but I hope you can hear it in the microphone, too. Should I'd like to think that? so. Um, yeah, because I'm very hungry. Me, too. <laughs> <laughs> It's the curse of uh, doing a long podcast. You yeah. have to do it like right in between meals or right, right after yeah. a meal. Yeah. It's, it's a form of fasting. <laughs> That's spiritual. <laughs> That's spiritual. <laughs> what a saying. That's spiritual. Um, My dad's no, turning day? into a... Um, Clean freak. A Megatron. What is that called? <laughs> <laughs> The Transformer. Oh, yeah. Um, his uh, chair is, like, electronic going oh, up. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. I thought he was cleaning. No, I hope not. That'd be very disrespectful. <laughs> I have to give him a talk to. How yeah. dare you clean? <laughs> um, we have a guest. Um, what your favorite version of you? Yeah. <laughs> when I have all my together and I'm doing a good job in all areas of my life that are important to me. <laughs> That's what I have here. Okay. But, like... <laughs> Um, when do you think you're, you could do that? So I wrote that down too. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> Perfect. So being a good friend, daughter, sister, Christian, churchgoer, and teacher. So like all of my roles when I'm doing mm. a good job in all of those. Yeah. But then I also wrote, this is a tricky question because it's a perfect illustration of how we as humans always want to be perfect, but we can't. And then this is kind of where I connected into saying that, like, we put a lot of unnecessary stress on ourselves. But, like, mm -hmm. I think, um, yeah. So, like, I love that question, but I also hate that question because I'm, like, I do have a favorite version of me, but I feel like I'm always trying to getting to trying to trying get there, and then it stresses me out, and really I just need to be doing my best every day. Yeah. Um, which sometimes I do and sometimes I don't to be honest with you like there are days where I, I'm like actually most days of my life I could accomplish more than I actually did mm. and that's one of the things that I'm working on just as a human being yeah. which is partially good why I'm single because I'm still working on I'm working that out like uh -huh. I'm trying to be um, like to put it in Christian's, Christian terms a good steward of my time yeah, yeah. and resources and mm. abilities and stuff like that mm. I don't feel like I do a great job of that, and I'm, I'm aware of that. Yeah. Um, 
partially like I sleep a lot of the time and like that sound it's it's meant to be funny the way I say it also <laughs> because but I also love sleep, sleeping and that has to do with anxiety and depression and I because I'm also I also have I also have I don't know how to say this without saying it sounding weird I have depression but it's like connected to the OCD yeah because like I'll get to a point where I'm thinking about so many things and I'm so, I'm worried about so many things and I cannot manage myself Yeah. that I like being like, this sounds, this is going to sound dark, but I like being unconscious. Like I like sleeping mm. so that mm-hmm. my brain's not on. Yeah. And so I think that happens honestly with a lot of people with anxiety and depression yeah. is that sleeping is an escape. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I love sleeping and I think I spend a lot of time sleeping in part. Sometimes it's because of depression and sometimes it's just because I like, it's like it makes me happy because mm-hmm. I'm comfortable. It's 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 one of the things like that brings me joy. To be completely honest with you, which sounds like such a waste of life, but like, so like I think that is one thing that I'm working on because I'm like you don't need to be because I also realize that like if and when like Lord willing I have kids, yeah. I'm not going to get as much right, sleep. Yeah. And so like I kind of have to. I, I don't know. I'm a big believer. In that. Is that your stomach? <laughs> I like heard it starting, and I was like, I'm just gonna wrap it up. Um, yeah, so I was kind of done talking about that. Why? I think I don't I know. I think so. <laughs> no, you were not done. Oh, I thought you said that, that was dumb talking about that. Oh no, I was done talking okay. about that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I say I was. more. No. You're not done. You're done when I say Good. Um, let's see. There was something. I don't like the... I'm really sorry about all these noises. <laughs> I'm trying to see what time it is. Okay. What were you gonna say? Um, the thing that I have a problem with, uh, I don't even know if I want to phrase it like that, but something that I struggle with is how, um, you're taught that you're, like, a born sinner mm-hmm. and um you could never be perfect mm-hmm. you kind of touched on that yeah um and i i don't like it and i don't want to like subscribe to that part mm-hmm. of like original sin and yeah. all that stuff because i, I want to i think of god as being accepting of you and I guess that is part of it it's like you're like a by the book Christian a fundamentalist or whatever would say um he accepts you fully for you are now anyway with your sin Mm -hmm. and I guess that makes it like nicer in in a way that you you don't deserve it but I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't like the part where you're 
you're bad, um, but it's okay. I like it more that you are who you are and it's okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That's all I want to say, I think, for that. Yeah, I'm trying to say, I think I have a response and I'm trying to formulate Yeah, take your time. Thoughts. I've never really thought of like having a problem with sin. I've always just assumed that it's like inevitable. Like, when I was younger, I used to like blame it on Adam and Eve. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd be like, because of you, I know. all of history was doomed. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, that's where I liked putting myself in other people's shoes. I'm like, you would have made the mis- same mistake, uh-huh. which is what I remind myself. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the um, like historical. It's oh shoot, it's gonna really gonna bother me. I don't remember this word, but it's like whenever you. It's whenever you think that you would have been better in the past. You would have made better decisions mm, in the past. Yeah. Like, Hindsight twenty twenty. Look, gross. <laughs> I hate that. I hate you so much. No I'm kidding. I hate you. Um. No, but, like, not even just in the past, not even your past, but, like, history. Mm-hmm. Like, like let's say you're talking about um, being, like, misogynistic or something like that. And it's, like, people are, like, oh, well, that was, that was just the time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, like, I would have... Um, you thinking, oh, I wouldn't have been like that because I'm yeah. a better person. Right, yeah. But then being like, no, if you were in that time period, it was, yeah. that was the, that was yeah. the kind of, like, maybe you would have been one of those people that stood out, possibly. But mm-hmm. it's more likely that you kind of probably would have gone with the flow mm-hmm. sort of thing. So I think that, like, that just relates to my view on Adam and Eve. I don't know why I had to try to get all of that out. <laughs> but, like, I think that, like... I've always just assumed that sin was part of us because we're not God. And God didn't want that. Like, I, 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 I think the whole talk, I think the whole discussion between free will and God's will is so fascinating. And I don't know about how, how it was at Liberty, but, like, did you have to take, like, humanities, like, liberal arts classes um, that were, like, faith-based or integrated? What What is liberal arts? Liberal mean? arts means that, like, you don't take all engineering classes. Like, you also have are required to take, like, things and be more well, well-rounded. Yeah, I think, I think that. Um, okay. And, yeah, we had, like, Old Testament and New okay. Testament survey, that okay. kind of thing. Is that what you're talking yes, about? Yes, that's okay. what I was asking. Because that's, like, the kind of stuff that we had at call it in, in a group city. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know why I was going there, though. Sorry. Was I talking? No. I mean, I see the question. <laughs> I know, but I answered too hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were you just talking about? Original oh, sin? Free, free will. Free will. Free will. God's will. And that was a, that's a conversation that I will always love to have because I think free will, I think that that's another one where it's like such a blessing from God is like being given free will because he is, because like I use the word minions because I just imagine like a million like little yellow like yeah. guys running around. But that's, that's the only, 
definition of minions, I mean, because I don't mean like robots. Like mm-hmm. God doesn't make decisions for us. He gave yeah. us the ability to make our own decisions. Yeah. And so because we have our own free will, we add that propensity to, to choose the wrong way. Yeah. And so like, I think that a lot of people struggle with being like, the things with like the pandemic, it's like, how did God allow something like terrible like this ha- to happen? Yeah. And I think it's because we have free will. And I don't think that we, I think that I shouldn't, I should be careful as far as like putting it in the context of the pandemic Mm -hmm. because of it being a virus. But like, I, I think that sin is something that's just part of us being humans and having our own free will and that God reigns over it all. And so I'm kind of, I lean towards more. I don't know exactly how I feel about it, but I think I lean towards more what you were saying mm-hmm. as far as like it being, yeah, you not being bad um, and then having to like reconcile that, but rather you being you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> uh, we're skipping. Oh, what's a good life lesson you learned slash we learned recently? I don't think we even said that. Did you? I think we talked about, um, I think I talked about it. Okay. I did look at it. I think it was just. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, one of them was being, having to make the right decision, even though it's the hard decision. Mm, Okay. I've learned that in relationships is, is where I've learned it, but also, yeah, I'm not going to be able to find it. That's okay. Um, Wait, was that it? Yeah, that's right there. Okay. It's always better to do the right thing, even if it's harder. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also wrote down that God has a reason for everything and can teach us through anything. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. So you want to talk about Ireland now? I do. And I okay. also want to talk about the question with, like, a time you laugh really hard, because I think you'll just get, it like, a hoot out of this. I, yeah, that's for sure on there. Um, that's the last one. Do you want me? Can I answer it now? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, yeah. Because it's really, it's short and sweet. <laughs> Honestly, the hardest times I've ever laughed is watching AFV, America's Place. Oh my gosh, really? Yes. And, like, I don't know how that makes you feel about me. Because I think, I feel like it's, like, some of it is very slapstick, but then others, I think what's so funny is that it's, some of it, like, most of it, if it's authentically the way that I think the show should be, it's Mm -hmm. all, like, not planned. Yeah. And so it's. And it's just those funny moments in life. And I know from listening to your podcast that you love humor and you love funny things and laughing and stuff like that. So like, that's like same, like that's what's, that's what makes me laugh the hardest and is when those things happen and then you're lucky enough to get them on camera Uh and then share them with other people. Yeah. And like, there's this random person from Iowa that does something really, really funny and you get to enjoy it by watching it and be so like, it also, I also watched it, we used to watch it a lot with my grandpa, and he had the funniest, like, he would also laugh the hardest when we watched that, so it was just so funny, it's so, so joyful to hear him laugh that hard, Yeah. and same thing with my mom and dad, and is who I watch it with now, Yeah. and it is, it is so, it is so, like, such a wonderful feeling, and so, like, what's the word? such a heartwarming feeling and such a like mood lifter to hear other people laugh hard yeah. and like uncontrollably. Yeah. So, AFV is my <laughs> answer, which I think is like a funny answer. It is a funny answer. Cause it's like intentionally that's what it was made for. Like, right. Yeah. So. But it is like, I kind of, 
Honestly, do you, um, I don't know if you got him in this phase, but uh, Joseph Canocle, he loves that too. Does he? Yeah. Feed? Yeah, and okay. he he went through a phase where like anything anything happened, anytime anything happened, he would be like, "Oh, that reminds me of this AFV video." And even get really. And I was like, bro, it's like such a visual show. You can't explain it. It's yeah. Terrible. <laughs> that is true. It's like one of those like you had to be there. Yeah. yeah. And that is the thing with like AFV is like it's not funny unless you're watching mm-hmm. it. Like, you cannot tell, like, it, it's not funny you if you can't. tell a story, yeah. like, verbally, yeah. so. And then he flew off the stick. And you're like, hey, good friend. Like, yeah. Let's talk about something else. Um, <laughs> uh, it's Ireland. Yeah. Um, why did you go there? Why do you like it so much? And is it the warm beers? <laughs> warm beers? Yeah. Isn't that a thing? In Ireland? Yeah. I've never had warm Maybe beer. Maybe it's just Europe in general, and I was generalizing. It might be, like, German. I think it is German, you're German right. German slash, it could be a European thing, where yeah. it's like, they, well, okay, yeah, now I'm, I'm thinking about what you're thinking, mm-hmm. and I think it's, they don't drink, we Americans like to have things ice cold. Yeah. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it is a big, like, European thing. Yeah. But I don't think, I, it might be Ireland, it's just not mm-hmm. something I've experienced. Um... So, my red hair is <laughs> <laughs> is in no part Irish, uh-huh. and so that's, like, my favorite thing, because I, I'm really proud of our, our German um, and in Russian background. Mm-hmm. Um, and like what that meant to me growing up and like making pierogies and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. that is, it, it's just so funny to me having that con- I think probably part of my interest in Ireland came with me being like, yeah, I know nothing about Ireland because I'm not Irish, <laughs> but people thought I was. Yeah. And, um, so then I kind of just started looking into it, but also like it's, it's, it, I kind of wanted to go to Ireland cause like it is a, there is a higher population of redheads there. <laughs> and so when you don't have, when there's not a lot of people around that have redheads or red hair, mm-hmm. it's, it's cool. But like, then I was in Ireland and it was just like America as far really? as red hair. I mean, like maybe I saw like a slightly higher percentage, yeah. but it's like, not like every single person. Like I don't, I don't know what I expected, but, um, I also like Ireland because it's not as mainstream as like like London. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like people are always like, you know, like when pe- when when girls talk about like how a, how a guy had a hot like British accent. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's also it's a British accent that he had. Yeah. But like I also always like things that are not mainstream. It kind of like mm. sickens me whenever there are things that are mainstream. Mm. So I'll either you like them. Video. <laughs> That's not mainstream though. That is just a weirdo thing. <laughs> Jeopardy. I'll stand on that hill until I die. You like Jeopardy? I love Jeopardy. Yeah, I think that's not weird. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty mainstream. Like, I used to watch it in college, like, on the community TV. Really? Yeah, I would tell the kids, I'm like, you got to go study somewhere else, because I'm watching Jeopardy from 7 to 7.30 on Channel 11. Um, Uh, But, yeah, so, because, yeah, it's not as mainstream. Um, So, yeah, all about that life. But, um, so my roommate... So I think that kind of just sparked interest. And then my roommate, and also just like I've always, it was the only place, this is the first place I've actually, basically the only place I've been that I would consider foreign, Hmm. like a foreign country, because Mm -hmm. not foreign, um, but like 
yeah, not our, not the United States. I've been to Canada. I don't consider that very different. Mm. And I've also been to St. Martin, which was like we were in like the vacation spot. Mm. So I didn't really consider yeah. that much of a cultural right, yeah. like experience. Mm-hmm. So when um, so Shannon was my freshman u- roommate. And um, she's one of my best friends, and she has family in Ireland, hmm. and oh, yeah, um, yeah. she has, and that's who we stayed with. So she actually went our <coughs> sophomore year of college. She went, and um, I mean, nothing like nothing wild, but like, yeah, I, I just was like this, yeah, like if I had to go somewhere to experience like a foreign country, Ireland always would have just been my choice. And I think part of that is because also it's just such a like you see in pictures, and it's as true in pictures as it is in real life mm-hmm. that it's it's absolutely beautiful like the colors are so gorgeous yeah. and it, i mean i love the color green and i love how rich it is because of all of the rain that they get mm-hmm. and it makes the nature so beautiful yeah um it's such a beautiful land like and so i'm like if there's a place that i would like to go that's where i'd go yeah. um and so then she invited me to go with her and i was like yep absolutely let's go <laughs> so we went um in 2017 and went for a week and we went in march that time um so it was it was a little it was cold definitely it was, <laughs> it was like i mean i mean it's cold here in the u.s in march so like yeah. it was actually very similar um and then we went again in um uh 2019 and we went in june that time and Brittany went with us Mm -hmm. and um i i haven't gone to the good part about ireland i can't (laughs) i can't wait to share this with you because this is like this is this is what i love so much about ireland but um what was wait i think i was gonna go somewhere else but now it doesn't seem very important um I fell in love with the pace of life in Ireland. Oh, yeah, I remember you saying Did that. I have yeah. you said that before? Uh-huh. So, like, partially it has to do with, like, my own uh, personality. Mm-hmm. And I am, I'm late. Like, I'm, I'm, that's just the kind of person I am. Uh-huh. And I have, I, it's just, I have to admit it. Like, I'm late because I, but that tells you the kind of person you are, it tells the kind of person you are and what you believe. Because, like, I'm, like, like, I do respect other people, and so that, like, it does make me feel bad that, like, I'm late sometimes. But, yeah. like, at the same time, it's, like, it's not as important of a thing to stress about. Anyway, the thing that I love most about Ireland was sitting down for a cup of tea, like, five times a day. <laughs> and that was such a cultural thing that is not American at all. Yeah. And we, like, I'm not kidding, there was, like five times a day or more so it's like we would have tea with breakfast um like mid-morning tea tea with lunch (laughs) um mid-afternoon tea dinner tea and then probably like late night tea so i guess actually like six times a day and it what was so unique about that is it it forces you to do two things it forces you to talk and have human relate human Mm. conversations and relationships Mm -hmm. and get to know the people that are you're with or if you're alone, it forces you to be like alone with your thoughts because I'm sure that you, I'm sure there are lots of Irish people that sit on their phones when mm-hmm. they're having a cup of tea, but it's also, I think, just more of a cultural thing. It's more, um, either you're gonna talk to someone or like 
because they sit down for tea so often, it's it's not so strange to just sit down for mm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I hate how fast-paced our life is in America and how much is required of you. Yeah. And, like, that's the other thing that I have written down here is, like, it's not as high pressure. And so, like, something... This relates to my belief of, like, wanting to be a mom and not, not be career-based because, mm-hmm. like... In America, it's like achieve, achieve, achieve. Like if you don't have a job, if you don't have a degree, you're seen as lesser. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I haven't been to Ireland enough, or talked to enough Irish people, or done enough history to know to be an expert on this. But it just doesn't seem as, like it's more focused on just life and living than it is achieving. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate the pressure of trying to achieve things because I don't think that that's how you should be measured. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I love so much about Ireland. And it's America, by the way. When they talk about us, they say America, which I think is so funny in uh-huh. retro. Because we usually, when we talk about the U.S., we, talk, we say the U.S. Yeah, right. Like, we never, I mean, we don't really talk about America. Like, only if it's, like, historically we're talking yeah, about, right. like the American, you know, American Civil War or whatever. Like, yeah. we use the word American as, like, a descriptor. Right, yeah. But we don't call it America. We call it the U.S. Huh. But they say America. Yeah, that is interesting. Which I love. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's my answer for that. And why are you an advocate for underage drinking? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did you get that? I don't know. <laughs> I am not, to be clear. An this advocate for under. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. <laughs> um, no, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that though, because just drinking. I'm having a party tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you um, mentioned that though, because that's another thing I wanted to mention. That I love so much about Ireland is that I like I like beer. I love beer, and because I've always wanted to beer be a beer drinker, which, to be honest with you, is a, is a sad like materialistic thing about me as far as like wanting to be a certain type of person so like so I'll admit that but that and whiskey like I love both and so going to Ireland and just like drinking and and enjoying that like I'm so glad I went whenever I was like old enough to drink Mm -hmm. but I'm not a fan of underage drinking I don't think it's necessary (sighs) you can fully wait until you're old enough Uh, do you want to play games? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Wait, this is mine. Um, so the first one, have you, have you listened to when we played games before? I've, I, um, I recognize the fake acronyms one, but I don't know what paid association is. Okay. So we'll ease into that one. Okay. But, so acronym one, are you ready? Yes. Um. I don't know how good I'm going to be at this. Well, we'll find out, I guess. <laughs> So, this is so fun to me. I don't know why. I've been this in a long time. Um, okay. Are you ready? Yeah. A-D-S. American. Wait, what is A-D-S? Mm-hmm. American Dog Show. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Active Denial System. Is that what you came up with? No, that's what the actual thing is. Oh, really? <laughs> Active denial. I like mine better. <laughs> I like this This is really hard. You could pass. I'll allow it. <clears throat> C-Z-K. 
Oh, I like that one. Really? Yeah. Okay. I had a name. I had a word, and then it left Caesar. Caesarian. <laughs> Zoinks. <laughs> I can't think of a gay word. I don't believe you. Uh, knock. So, cesarean. Cesarean, zoinks, knock. Knock. See, does it, like, I don't, I was. I told you I wasn't going to be great at it because it wasn't going to make sense. <laughs> but, yeah. It's, I listened it's to a your one with game. Jake and he came up with a really funny one. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. I think it was a fart or something in there. Yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> wait. It was like something about a dad or like David or. Something like that. I have to listen to it again because it yeah, got me. Throwing right in. Um, it's Czech Corona. <laughs> Number six. Actually, was going to fall. Yeah. <laughs> Big company. Um, Wait, what was it? Czech. Czech Corona. I don't know what that means. Well, K O R U N A. Where's the Z? C Z Czech. CZ like together. Like Czechoslovakia. Oh, oh, we got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. You're right. Sorry. Um, Czechoslovakia doesn't have a Z in it. Really? Or what no, is it does. Czech Republic? It's, it's okay. literally CZ. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Next one. It's alright. <laughs> um, it's such a weird uh, thing. Um, I U E. I U E. Intergalactic Underwear Emporium. <laughs> I want to visit. I like that. I want to visit. <laughs> International Ultraviolet Explorer. I was close. It was pretty close. Yeah, I I feel like that's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I'd visit both. Mm -hmm. B and P. B and P. Yeah. Burps and poop. Because <laughs> I just taught child development. <laughs> Budget and planning office. <laughs> um, I'll do one more if it's good. Yeah. Okay, if it's good. If not. OGD. OGD. Oxford. Geriatric. Department. <laughs> <laughs> Other government department. Oh, look at the department part. Yeah, that's cool. It's, um... We'll try one more. Uh, maybe not. Ooh, maybe more than one more. RIT. RIT, Rochester Institute of Technology. I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, RIT. Running into trains. <laughs> 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 oh, I just fell back again. Nice. Seven, I think. Yeah, it's seven. Um, actually, uh, Refresh, I don't remember what it was. Wait, what was it? It was like return in transit or something. The actual meanings aren't very funny, so I want to find a good one. They aren't or they are? They aren't very funny, oh, yeah, so yeah. I, want, I want to have one where... But your your last one was really funny. Running um, <laughs> into trains? 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 Yeah. Uh, Planes and automobiles. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this one's okay. Um... Uh, L-D-I-M-E-D-I-L-L-I-G-A-F. 
Wait, you have to give him to me slower. <laughs> it starts, it ends when I don't give up. <laughs> um, just look at it. Losers don't imagine mothers engaging diligently in legal litigation if given a fart. <laughs> That was so good. What? What are you talking about? That was so good. Oh, that why do you think one. that? Because you, um, you went pretty fast, and it made sense. I don't even know where I'd begin with that, but what does it mean? Um, it's a literal sentence. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's yeah, but it's tr- shorter than the actual sentence. Look deeply into my eyes. Does it look like I give a F? <laughs> That's crazy. I've thankfully no one's ever. Do you ever hear it? Have that. you ever heard of LQTM? Do you know what that means? No. Laughing sure. quietly to myself. <laughs> I did the opposite of that right now. That's great. <laughs> One of Maggie's like love interests in high school used to like send that in text. No. Yeah, he'd be like LQTM, and I'd be like laughing quietly to myself. <laughs> That's sad. Uh, yeah. I don't want to text that person. No. Um, so, paid association is... Um, when, I think like I've heard that term before, but I don't remember. Well, uh, free association is when you, like, hear a word and then that makes you think of another word. Okay. So that's called free association. So I, I'm, I'm fun, so I call it paid association. Okay, excellent. Um... And so, <clears throat> I have a random word generator. Okay. And I'll generate a word, and then um, you say a word, and then whatever that word makes me think of, I'll say that word, and then you you say what makes you think of the word we I said. We just keep going. Yeah, until okay. we can. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Wait, I have a question. I'd like to ask you a question first. Mm-hmm. What made you? What gave you the idea to do games on your podcast? Um, like, I, did you have you heard it on? Yeah, I think podcast? I heard another podcast. I like it. Yeah, it's like a fun. It's like a fun thing because it's like you so. talk about stuff that like is is important and interesting, and yeah. then you do like fun stuff. Yeah, it's like a palate cleanser. Yeah, it's yeah. like really it releases all the like tension that you just talked yeah. about, all that stuff. You want to go first? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't know if we like this one. Prosecute. Yeah. Oh, I have to say a word first. Yeah, you, you oh, say this word and then you. Oh, think. prosecute. Do they have to fit together, or um, it's just what I think of? Ideally, it, like there's some connection. Connection, and then okay. I think that's prosecute fine. judges. Um, robe. Shower. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's fun. Um, and also, you're allowed to be like. Hey, I don't, I don't get that connection. Okay. Can you explain it? Um, there's like no points or anything, but okay. Uh, you said shower, um, curtain, bubbles. <laughs> You're gonna say that, that no does, matter what. I yeah, say. I was gonna say that doesn't act. That's not actually fair because that's not what I would have said yeah. in response to curtain. Okay, here's what I would say in response okay. to curtain. Uh, hidden. Ooh. Okay. Uh, gems. Rock tumbler. 
What is that? <laughs> you don't know what a box doubler is? Oh my gosh, my mom's gonna listen to this and be so upset. I know, I don't know. Gemstones, like, you put them in rock tumblers to make them, like, to make them uh, smooth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Alright, since that train got ended by... Oh. You don't have anything that makes you think of rock tumblers? <laughs> Nerd. Um... <laughs> You just call my mom. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's weapon. Yeah. Uh, gun. Uh, law. Lawyer. Um, Lincoln. <laughs> Love. <laughs> That's my word. <laughs> um. The, the, like, big ones are so hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, heart. Anatomy. Skeleton. Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones? Why? It's the name of a skeleton. Not, well, not any that I've met, but, like, <laughs> I just feel like that would be a good name for a skeleton. We used to have this, we used to have this, we used to have this fetus, like, um, model in my biology class. And the, um, the, my biology talk teacher, his name was Cletus the Fetus. Okay. And I just felt like I needed to say that just now. <laughs> Mr. Jones, sorry, I derailed that train yeah, too. we need another one. <laughs> uh, oh, very apropos. <gasps> Recording snowball. <laughs> uh, fight. Oh, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> I used to scratch her when we were little. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably not supposed to tell the stories in the middle of this game. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have anything to say about Maggie anyway. No, oh, I should have said sister. Yeah, maybe. Um, record was the next random... Record. Okay, I'm going to take it as record vinyl. Uh, okay. Um, uh, floors. Concrete. Uh, evidence. CSI. Miami. <laughs> Never been there. <laughs> Don't want to go there. No, um, Versace. Ooh, is that where he's from? Mm, I don't think that's where he's from, and I also don't think that's where he was killed, but that's what made me think of it. Okay, okay. Versace. Um, Gucci. Designer. Hmm. Uh, Panda. Okay, you're going to have to explain that one. Um, there's a rapper named Designer, and his oh. big hit was Panda, 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 Panda. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, Ren Collective comes out on... Do you, you know who Ren Collective is? Uh-uh. Have I talked about them, though? They're an is Irish... Is that your favorite band? Christian Irish yeah, band. Okay, yeah, okay. Irish yeah. Christian band, yeah. <clears throat> and um, they come out on stage towards the end of every, every one of their concerts. They'll, like, shut the lights out, and then put the lights back up and start like a, a jam and they all have panda heads on and um i used to hate it because i'm like this is so stupid yeah. and like juvenile uh -huh. and then they explained it one time they're like it makes you laugh it it lightens things up and why not have fun things in life <laughs> and then i was like okay i appreciate it yeah it's like the games at the end of it exactly cool so let's um do you want to do one more yeah sure
I think that's all we have on the list. Yeah, and then I mean, I had questions for you, but it's oh, yeah. you if you wanted to. Yeah, I, that was that was what I, I knew we had something. Let's do that now because I feel like we ended yeah. nicely. Like, oh, we're doing this for fun, and yes. that's what I came to. Yeah. So this this portion of the podcast <laughs> this portion of the podcast is called cues for you. Okay. I was hoping you'd have some lap pun. Like another lap with Rachel Lap. Or like, oh, missed opportunity. <laughs> have a um, seat. Because I've never had heard lap puns before. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> I was being sarcastic, I know. obviously. <laughs> so you didn't appreciate it. <laughs> well, you didn't seem to appreciate mine. What? Appreciate your what? My pun. What did you say? I said another lap with Rachel Lap. But what does that mean? Another lap? Like, the, that's the name. No, another lap. With oh, lap, lap. Like, lap around. Like, another this is what around. your podcast would be. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't laugh because I didn't think it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. I just didn't understand it. I have to be on AFE to make you laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. okay. I didn't prepare as much as you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, it's probably good. Mm-hmm. Um... Who was the first person to introduce you to the podcast, and do you thank them profusely? I do thank them profusely because it was me. What? No, it was not. Okay, I need to hear this story. So, um, I actually don't know if I told this. I like thinking like, that you're your interviewer. I'm, I've always wanted to be on a podcast, and I have to be on my own podcast. <laughs> you can title this one Rachel Lapp and Tommy Wade. Okay. Um, uh, so, I... When I was younger and I had, like, so much time on my hands and <clears throat> in high school and stuff, mm-hmm. when I didn't do homework, um, <laughs> uh, I would just consume literally anything that, uh, like, either Donald Glover or Chance did. So I would, like, scour the internet for any interviews I haven't seen or listened to mm-hmm. yet. And so, like, I watched all the interviews that I knew about or could find, and then I found a YouTube video of, like, just a picture, and it was Donald talking for, like, an hour, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever, because I just wanted to listen to, like, what they said. That is pretty cool. Like, forever, and, um... And so I was like, what a gem, like, an hour of him talking? Like, this is this is the best thing that ever happened to me. Negative gold. And so I I listened to it, and I was like, wow, this is so good. And then I was like, wow, I, I like, I love this long form talking, mm-hmm. and you could really get a feel for someone. Mm-hmm. And so I looked on, like, suggested videos, and it was um, the Nerdist podcast, um, which it's not the Nerdist anymore, but it's, mm-hmm. it was called, it's called ID, ID10T now, okay. but anyway, um, in case anyone's, like, curious, but, uh, yeah. they, someone just put them on, I don't know if it was, like, sponsored by them or not, but they just put it on YouTube, <clears throat> and then I just watched them on there, and then I somehow realized it was a podcast, but I didn't really know what podcasts were. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, wow, I think the other one I remember was Alec Baldwin. I was like, yeah, he, I feel like he'd be cool to listen to. Yeah. Because um, I don't really know about, much about him, but he's, yeah. like, famous and interesting, it seems. Yeah. Uh, so then it just snowballed from there, like, yeah. 
that's think cool. it was it. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I was just very curious um, because, like, I think, like, if I had to, like, identify someone as king of podcasts, it would be <laughs> <laughs> that I know personally. Yeah, right. Yeah. <clears throat> but, that's um, awesome. They are interesting. And I know you like comedy. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's similar to comedians where, like, it's, like, basically like a soliloquy. Yeah. It's, like... I mean, there's podcasts where you have conversations, and mm. then there's podcasts where it's just one person talking, yeah. and there's no response, mm. which is more like like comedy. So I can see yeah. where you, why you liked that. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. do you want um, something that I was thinking when you were talking was like, when I, I I've noticed you're really a lot like me because whenever I talk, I can't look at you, yeah. otherwise I'll get distracted. I know for like a long period of time. Yeah. I've tried it before. You can only, like, look at someone who, like, you are super 100% comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, I could look at Maggie and I could stare at her and be like, so let's talk. But even when I talk to her, like, yeah, like, I think I, I focus better if I'm looking somewhere else. Yeah, I so can't So I was do watching you anymore. the whole time you were talking because yeah. you weren't looking at me. <laughs> and I would assume that the same thing was happening when I was talking. Uh-huh. I was probably looking all around yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. And then you're probably looking at me because it's in- unintimidating because <clears throat> I'm not looking back at you. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever thought about, about I that? I think about that all the time. And I, yeah. I don't like because it feels like I'm not in the conversation. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're talking to, like, <laughs> the, the stairs. Like, yeah. Um, but I just can't think when I'm looking at someone. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, like, analyzing what, how they're looking at what me What they're looking stuff. like, yeah. yeah, what they look like, or, like, what they are going to perceive yeah. the way you're looking at yeah. them or something like that. I can't yeah. do it. It's, yeah. It sucks. I need to learn how to do that. Hey, um, do I also keep this mug? No. Oh, damn. I, oh. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry, I don't know if you allow swear words. I actually like. just started doing it because so I just feel like it's better. Oh, that's a perfect segue into our next question. Okay. What made you uh, want yeah. to, like, make your own merchandise and sell it? Um, it's just another way to get you out there and for people to, like, remember you, I think. And yeah. I like using practical things, like I have mm-hmm. mugs Same. Um, and pens <clears throat> and shirts are, like, my big things, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I like, like with shirts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I'm excited that I get to keep it. Um, you like think about it at the beginning and the end of your day. And yeah, yeah. Like people are like, oh, what is that? And then you think about it then too. And then someone yeah. else knows about it. And um, it's just another way to aggregate to my, to my website. Um, and I think it's just fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of funny. So the reason I... name and stuff on everything. The reason I ask is because when I first uh, knew you were doing stuff like that, like, um, was when we were on the mission... Or, I mean, on the retreat, and you just yeah. had a whole box of like, t-shirts <laughs> of, like, yourself yeah. in your car. Yeah. And I was like, that's really narcissistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I teach advertising, mm-hmm. and I completely understand it so yeah. i guess i i kind of knew the answer but i yeah. wanted to like see if that's also yeah um what you were gonna say i also think that we're very similar in the sense that um what you said as far as being like practical mm-hmm. like i although I'm, I'm very like hit or miss i'm very selective as far as what i think is necessary and practical because <laughs> like sometimes i'll be like 
you know, I don't need more than one pair of kids. Like, I just need one pair of kids because, like, why have more than one pair yeah. of kids? That makes no sense. Yeah. But then it's like, then I also don't follow that rule in other things. So, but I just wanted to say that. <laughs> so. So you do only have one pair of kids? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't, I don't think that was the best example, though, because <laughs> I do have, like, a lot of other different shoes. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there was another question that came to mind whenever you're talking, but mm. I don't remember it. Um, also, can I just like appreciate something for a second yeah. about you when in your podcast? I really appreciate whenever you're like, are you done talking? Cause I think that like when people ask that question, it always sounds like it's rude. And so people don't ask that question. Like, mm. Are you done? Like, yeah. and I think that like people hesitate from asking that question because it sounds like you're like waiting for them to finish so you can get your, right, but yeah. you do it because you're like, I don't want to cut you off and I don't. I value everything that you're saying. Right, yeah. So oh, thank cool. you. Yeah. I really appreciate that. And I don't think a lot of people do that. That's why I appreciate it. Because mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of people are that considerate or care enough about what someone else is saying mm -hmm. to, to think that. Yeah. Actually, I mean, really think about how people could take it as, um, oh, they just want to... We want me to be done so I could so that they could talk. Well, it's, I don't I don't think you ever say it in that that way. I, yeah, I'd like to think I don't. You don't. Yeah, no. You. It's all always sincere. But yeah. most of the time, when people say that, they're like, "Are you finished?" Right. Yeah. Like, it's like an <laughs> argument. Yeah. Yeah. Are you finished? Because I'm about to blow your argument. <laughs> I'll let you finish, Ooh. but. <laughs> um. So are you finished? Yes. Thank you <laughs> for asking. Appreciate it. Um. I don't know if you want to answer all of these questions. I do, yeah. What is it that you like about working with youth, the youth? Um, I like... Well, I should say the youth and also youth. Yeah. Because I mean like at church and then also I know that you work mm -hmm. at your summer camps too. Right. Um, and are they connected? Yeah, so with the youth, like our youth or whatever, mm -hmm. it was like a big part of it i don't think it was like a secret that it was because i had friends still in there and stuff mm -hmm. yeah so um it was just like hanging out with friends and then i was in charge of them um but it wasn't like it wasn't weird and yeah. they like respected me but it wasn't also like like i was their dad or something like i don't Wait. know you know what i mean yeah i have something to say but i don't want to interrupt you I don't remember the rest of what okay. I When you first started helping with youth group, because I was aware of, like, you being younger than me, I was like, Tommy forgets that he's a helper sometimes. <laughs> like, I said that to Luke, like, multiple times. Or Rachel, I'd be like, Tommy, Tommy thinks he's still a youth. <laughs> but never in a, never in a bad way. Like, yeah. it's not like you were, like, misbehaving or something. Yeah. And actually, it was probably best. I mean, that's the best thing whenever you're with youth is whenever you are just, like, on their level. Yeah. Um, and that's why I assumed that they kind of wanted me there, because that's, yeah. like... That's natural for yeah, you. Yeah, who, who I am and who, who it's, who I'm easy to be with. I don't know yeah. if that made sense, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, but more generally, uh, I just like mentoring people, and, like, I see us as, like, the same person, um, but I'm just a little older, um, and... Mm -hmm. 
so I'd like to help people uh, figure stuff out and um, not that I'm like qualified to do that but um, if they want like someone else to hear them or yeah. get advice uh, I'm unqualified but it's if you they're asking you qualified yeah yeah um, and that's that's something fun it's like I I don't do it as much I feel like I don't have as much young people that young people that look up to me which is fine because like I don't know I guess that's more like my age range is like moving up because I'm moving up mm -hmm. so they're like figuring it out on their own mm -hmm. more so um, I don't have a lot of like young people that I feel like I'm mentoring or whatever um, <clears throat> Uh, I'm sure there's something else that I wanted to say, but I don't remember. Yeah, I think that was it. Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> you done? <laughs> you finished? You done listening? I <laughs> know, uh, I'm not done listening. <laughs> um, uh, okay. What is... Well, you can answer this if you want to, but you don't have to. Okay. Where is your faith journey right now? <laughs> <laughs> um... Like I said, it's it's not as uh, well-treaded <laughs> as it uh, used to be, um, but I heard something on a, on a podcast about, um, like, on a journey, like, spiritual journey, whatever you want to say, um, like, it's okay to, to, like, take a break from it because you always come back, um, and... It's just you're yeah. focused on other things. You kind of said that yourself right. today. So um, after that disclaimer, I guess um, I think I talk about this on other ones, but I identify as a I forget which which one comes first or if it even matters, but a Christian absurdist, which is I think I've yeah yeah so like I. I have a really comedic outlook on everything and mm -hmm. how everything is silly and um uh but also like I think there's something deeper than um like what we could understand mm -hmm. uh and I think that's where God comes in um, and I don't know how to explain it, um, but it's what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, no, that's, um, I have things to say, I just, there. I don't want you to think that I'm like, oh uh, yeah, cool, thanks yeah, for sharing. Yeah, yeah. No, but like, I do have things that I was thinking about, but mm -hmm. I don't know if there's anything that's all the time. necessarily, like, you know, monumental. Yeah. Um. I, oh, I do remember one thing I was going to say is that, like, I think that's a really good way to approach life as being, um, like, as, as far as, like, the absurdist and, like, yeah. looking at it with, like, a comedic. Because I think some, I don't like whenever people uh, um, are serious about things because mm -hmm. I think that that can get you into a sticky situation. Mm -hmm. And, like, actually, I wrote this down for one of my answers is, like, way long ago. Like, actually, I think it was, you asked the question, um, which we didn't talk about, about, what kind of student I was. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter. I was, it, I was a, uh, 
I would consider myself a smart kid, but like I also, um, cause I was like in the gifted program, but I mm. didn't, uh, I don't know. I don't think really that matters, but what <laughs> I did mention in that my notes was that when I was a kid, I was like a little rascal. I like the mm. use the word, the, the word rascal because <laughs> My parents literally thought that I was going to be trouble whenever I got older. Uh-huh. And then I turned out the opposite way. I was yeah. like real mellow uh-huh. and real like uptight and like Christian, you know, all of this like, you know, not uh, Christian, not in like a great, like, and not in a bad sense, but right. like I was very like prudish is the word that I like to use. But, mm. and I like to, I hope that I'm not as bad as I once was, but um, when I was a, little I would I had like temper like a temper and I would get angry and like I remember just like my dad like getting in a fight with with my dad and then like going into my room and shutting the door and sitting behind it and so that he couldn't come Mm -hmm. in and then but every time that would happen I remember this is like it's a very strong memory that like I would know that I was wrong every time Mm -hmm. and then I couldn't live with myself unless I apologized and Mm -hmm. I hate hated the feeling of apologizing when I knew I was wrong and having to go back even if even whenever I dug my heels in so much yeah and so like I hated being feeling having that feeling of being wrong yeah so that's really kind of what changed me into being more of a person that yeah doesn't take things so so seriously because then yeah if you the like the more the more you dig your heels into something or the more like solidified you get into something. Um, I think that's like the antithesis of like comedy. Cause I think comedy is like light and airy and yeah. it's flexible and, mm-hmm. you know, accepting and stuff like that. And yeah. I think the more that you get into like the solid stuff, then the less relatable that you are and actually in the harder it is to like, to change things up. Mm-hmm. And I think we, ha- I think we have to be, um, accepting to change. Yeah. So I think, think that's kind of, uh, at least that's how I interpreted what you were saying as far as like being, like having the absurdist point of view of being yeah. like, looking at things in a comedic way. Absolutely. I think you nailed that. Oh, good. <laughs> um, also, I wanted you to know that like at the beginning of that, I like asked you like a serious question about religion and then I wanted so badly to try the stylus on the back of that pen that I sent you the text that said I, I love this stylus <laughs> <laughs> and I was like I hope he doesn't think that I like asked him a serious question and then I'm like texting yeah. <laughs> so. it's okay alright you finished? yes thank you <laughs> um okay these next ones are like not so deep so I like them <laughs> um I want to end with the, like, the song one. Okay. So then the other one that I sent you today was, um, have you ever had a near-death experience? Um. Oh, wait. There's three more questions. I sent you one today, and that's not what the one was. Yeah. But have you ever had a near-death experience? Um. I forget how exactly I wanted to answer this, but I think... Every time you, well, I'll start with when I was like in high school and middle school and stuff, I just felt like I was going to die soon. Hmm. And I don't know why, like I really felt that. I just, I couldn't understand that there was going to be a future. And so I couldn't, um, uh, 
I was like, I must, I must be one of those people that are just gonna die young because I, mm. I just cannot understand or fathom whatever uh, being older. So I'm like, I must have like a premonition of, you know, I can't f foresee anything, mm -hmm. um, which made it hard to do homework and stuff. Aw. Do you, do you, <laughs> re like, do you re did it really, like, you thought about it that much that it was, that bothered you? Yeah, I, I wrote, a, I wrote a tweet, um, that, like, I don't, um, I don't like doing homework because I don't like assuming that I'll be alive to turn it in or something like wow but it's a, it was a joke but yeah yeah um uh and like i think the the christian aspect of that kind of perpetuated that as well because i didn't care about what was happening that day because i was living for death Wait, you didn't care what was happening that day because you were. You, so you didn't care what was happening in the day, in, in like during the day. Uh. Because you thought you were you were gonna die anyway. Yeah, largely hmm. like, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And I would kind of, yeah, I kind of lived everything as like, does this have eternal consequences? Hmm. Like, can I, can I make this into? like a reason that I should be in heaven in some way yeah so that's interesting so my life up until that point was, was all near-death near experience <laughs> wow I could never have guessed that that was how you're gonna answer that question and I love it <laughs> um wow that's interesting yeah so I, also, I guess a, a, a lesser point I wanted to make was that, like, every time you go into, for me at least, go into, like, a doctor's office or something, mm -hmm. and you walk out with, like, a, you know, your, I could live how I was living before card or whatever, mm -hmm. um, that's a near-death experience, because there could be something that they find, or wow. whatever, <laughs> um, and I think I don't I don't remember how I was gonna tie it nicely into other things, but um, I I I think I still have that I can't see the future, but I I definitely could see more of the future, mm -hmm. um, which I'm thankful for, and I also have um, I don't know what this is, but. I have, uh, like, object permanence um, troubles. Like, if I don't talk to someone for a little bit, I assume that they, like, forgot about me or just, like, hmm. don't care anymore. Hmm. Um, I don't know if that's part of that, but that made me think of that for some reason. Yeah. Um, and... So now, <clears throat> I kind of I kind of take that the like I could die at any minute. It, I don't take it as seriously. I guess maybe yeah. it's the absurdist in me. Mm -hmm. um, like I 
but um, I kind of take it in the nicer way that like it's now and like this is the only time it's now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to appreciate life in that way. Um, and it's more beautiful knowing it could you could be around the corner from a near-death experience. Yeah. I think that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, that's... Interesting to hear you say that. Um, I just taught my kids, my eighth graders today. Do you know the age that your brain stops developing? Um, I always hear different numbers, so I'm interested in what the... 25. Okay. And you're not 25 yet. So if right. it makes you feel better, Yeah. like, I don't know, there's no hard, there's no hard, fast number to that, but it's funny just in relation to what I was telling my yeah. kids today, because yeah. it's like, not that I'm like, now that I'm 27, I have my full brain, <laughs> so I'm like, good to go. But yeah. the other thing that I was thinking is that it, there is so much to be said about how you're developing and thinking as a middle schooler that that is no surprise at all to me that you were thinking that mm. because <clears throat> how could you have a concept of like I remember being in, in a kid and being like spending hours on end thinking about how my parents were once kids mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah so I think that that's completely normal um, not that you needed affirmation yeah. about that, but like, you know what I mean? That's just yeah. kind of what I was thinking whenever you were saying that. Mm-hmm. You done? <laughs> Are you all, is that, I'm, I think, I'm done. I was, yeah, was going to say, it sounded like you were, yeah. you wrapped it up. Um, so I've had a near death experience, which oh, is okay. kind of what, what made me think of that question. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell it quickly when we were, I was on, I went to camp every summer when I was little. And one time we were making a. Uh, we were traveling from Camp Allegheny to New River Gorge. Mm-hmm. We were on the highway, and it had just rained a ton. And so the the roads were just covered in, in rain. Yeah. And we were going f- uh, fast enough in that we hydroplaned. Yeah. And um, we did a f- we were in a eight-passenger van mm-hmm. and going, I don't know, 60, 70, and did a full 180 wow. on the highway. Yeah. And... There was another. There was another van in our caravan that was driving behind us. Mm-hmm. Luckily, so they were paying attention and saw that it happened and slowed down. And luckily, the other people who were also following yeah. us were paying good attention. But we did a full one eighty, and then we like all I remember is we're just rolling, like riding ourselves and rolling off to the side of the road. Yeah. And um, it was just such a wild experience. Mm-hmm. And the song that was playing on the radio was "Chasing Cars." <laughs> Do you know that song? No. But it was so surreal because, like, everything stopped. Yeah. And all I could hear was the music, like, clearly. Mm-hmm. It was just such a weird thing. Yeah. It was a weird thing. Okay, so have you ever had a backhanded compliment? Uh, like, I know I have. Like, towards you? Yeah. I've also, because I've, I've had two that I want to share. And I, I hate saying, like, I hate asking the questions because I have my own to yeah, share. Yeah, that's okay. But, I mean, that's just what made me think of the question. Uh-huh. Um, I couldn't think of a, a really good one, um, but the one that I thought of was... Um, it's not even really, like, a compliment, even. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. It's just... So I was asked to play... Or play... I was asked to, like, be Santa for my 
younger cousins and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, at first I was excited because, like, that's cool to be Santa. And, yeah. Like, I looked up to him when I was a kid, obviously. Um, but then I thought about what my um, relatives thought about when they were thinking of who could play Santa. Like, yeah. who's fat? And has like rosy cheeks. You have um, rosy cheeks, but uh, you're not fat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and who could look fat and old was basically like their <laughs> thought process. And uh, they're like Tommy. So yeah, the answer. That's, that's the answer. So um, that was like my version mm-hmm. of a backhanded compliment. But I feel like I get them all the time in my podcast. Like a lot of people say, um, I just thought of this that uh, they love falling asleep to my podcast. <laughs> that <laughs> Which is, is a backhand compliment. I love that. It's a perfect answer. I know. Yeah. I for, yeah, I'm glad but I thought of that. It sounds like a backhanded compliment, but it's also a compliment. I know, yeah. I I do take it as a compliment. And but then people it, say like I know it sounds but Yeah. But yeah. to an extent it is also like but you didn't care enough about what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. Like, as long as you wake up and go back yeah, then I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah, then it's okay. Yeah. They're like, you have a nice soothing voice. So. You do have a really soothing voice. I've Thanks. thought that before. <laughs> um, also, I don't know if you think that you're fat, but I don't think you are. I actually gained like 20 pounds in not a long time. but um, I've also gained weight. And really? I, yeah, when, when Drew and I first started dating after... Um, wait, sorry, finish what you were saying. Uh, I just... I. I knew I had gained weight because I was eating a lot, mm-hmm. and it, it wasn't, like, intentional, like, oh, I'm just always hungry, it was just, like, I had the opportunity to eat a lot, and I didn't know if I would, it was either really good, or I didn't know if I would get to eat a lot again mm-hmm. in the near future, um, but that just kept, like, happening, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm just eating so much, but whatever, and, because um, I know I'm going to camp mm-hmm. in a couple weeks, so... I'm like, I'm going to get three square meals a day, and I mm-hmm. will be active, so it'll be fine no matter what. Mm-hmm. And then I, my parents happen to have their thing out there, scale, and I was like, yeah, I'm probably around like 250 is like the most I've ever been. Mm-hmm. So I stepped on, and I was 270, and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh God, oh, no. <laughs> it like shook me I didn't like I didn't think about what it could have been and I stepped on I was just like so completely shocked <laughs> and then Kenzie was really good about making me feel good about that um so I don't I don't feel as fat as um as I would have for sure um mm-hmm. if I was single um yeah, yeah um so like the reason the reason I say that well Two, two things, but one thing that like, I was thinking of was when um, when Drew and I got back together after, we like dated in high school and then we dated after college and like during college we didn't really, weren't like together. Mm-hmm. And I was significant. I, in my own, own opinion, not really honestly weight wise, like the numbers didn't really show, but I think I looked skinnier when mm-hmm. I was in high school than I was after college. Mm-hmm. And so I asked him like, if you would be honest with me and tell me, like, does it look like I've gained weight? And I don't even rem- I honestly don't think he gave me a straight answer. And I still, I told, because I told him, I was like, I was like, be honest with me. I don't want you, like, this is like a time where, like, you as the man are probably supposed to say, no, babe, you look great. Mm-hmm. And 
but then I was like, but you don't have to say that, like, and, and I think, I think he did say, like, oh, yeah, it does look like you, like, maybe, like, put on, not put on weight, but, like, different areas of your body, like, your complexion have changed. I was just curious, because he knew me, and there was a passage of time. Um, But I, anyway, I say that because I... <laughs> My friends will laugh when they hear this podcast because I'm going to make them listen. Yeah, to it. yeah, I hope so. Um, that like the, everybody knows that my type is like of, of like liking of guys that I like are like heftier mm-hmm. like guys. So like I don't know if you've ever heard that from anyone, but like that's that is something that like I I I want people to know. I want guys especially to know that like that is something that is desired like there are like skinny guys like the guy that i went to college with that i was like really good friends with um who i asked you his mm-hmm, brother mm-hmm. is like super muscly real fit and i'm like i'm like i love your personality gabe but like i'm like not attracted to your body at all like i could care less about the muscles like he knew that <laughs> like so, funny. so anyway yeah. that's why i say that that's that's something i told myself when i was single too like mm-hmm. someone will like this <laughs> Right. Yeah. um, Well, and that's like how I feel about myself too. Like, I don't think I'm the skinniest, but mm -hmm. at the same time, I'm like, if I feel that way about other guys, I know that guys have to feel that way about me too. So I'm not really worried about it. Yeah. Um. What question was that? Did that go along with? Oh, was that the near death experience one? No, one after that, I think. Uh. Oh, backhanded compliments. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've had two backhanded compliments. Yeah, hit it. One of them was from Gabe, <laughs> which I should tell him to listen to this podcast because I haven't talked to him for a while. But, um, and I don't think he knows this, that I thought that it was a backhanded compliment. I actually thought it was really sweet at the time. And then it was, I realized it was backhand mm-hmm. and he didn't mean it that way. But yeah. he, um, I think one time we had, did you, do you know what a DTR is? Mm-mm. Okay. I want you to, we'll just do the acronym. Okay. Yeah, what do you, what is it? Well, you can either say what you think it means or just make something up. Okay. Um, I, the first thing that came was down to rock. Okay. Down to rock. So like, it actually means define the relationship. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And so like, that was like a very overly used term at Grove City because mm-hmm. like we're all about like sharing our feelings yeah. because Christianity and so like, <laughs> <laughs> and so like we were like really like we were like best friends and then at some point like I I went through this phase in college where I was just very very vocal about how I felt mm-hmm. toward, toward guys like I would just tell them how I felt because I'm like ain't got no time to waste <laughs> so anyway like we we talked at one point because we were such like good friends yeah at one point we talked about like whether we liked each other or not mm-hmm. and um he said this is the back end of the compliment he said there are girls that like are the marriage type and the girls that are the dating type and Rach you're the girl that, like you're the marriage type and mm. I was like really really flattered right. at the time because yeah. I'm like yeah that's you know what I want like yeah like, like I want to marry you mm-hmm. like but also I didn't but then I realized like I've told other people that and then mm. they've pointed out that it's backhanded because then they're like so basically Rachel he was telling you he didn't want to date yeah, you yeah. like what he meant was that like that he wouldn't just mess around yeah. like that like but yeah so that I just always think that that's a really funny one. I got that same backhanded comment before have? yeah really I think it was middle school <laughs> I think it was middle school 
What a thing to say to someone. I know. Like, what? Yeah. Like, she was like, I had a crush on her, and she, like, said it. It was like a circle of people, and she said, oh, you're going to make a great husband one day. And I was, like, flattered, but also, in the moment, I was still like, eh. He's still not interested in me now. I'm like, right. I don't care if I'm a yeah. good husband one day. It's not the focus. Yeah. 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 And I could see the future anyway. So it's like, <laughs> you're like, I don't even think I'm alive. Yeah. So what about right yeah. now, Trisha? Freaking Trish. Freaking Trish. So then the other one that I've gotten yeah. was in high school where I was so like uptight that people um, would tell me that they didn't invite me to parties because they knew I wasn't going to enjoy it because they were, like, drinking and, like, doing, like, sketchy, sketchy stuff. Yeah. Which I'm, like, fair. Like, I probably wouldn't want it. Like, I'd, yeah. I'd probably leave that party. Mm-hmm. I actually did leave a party in middle school. It was in eighth grade where there were some people drinking, and uh-huh. I was like, I don't want to be here if the yeah. cops show up because <laughs> I want to be a teacher. Literally, that, that was my thought. Really? Yes. You knew that young. Yeah, Gabe wanted to go hammocking on... Um, property on Grove City and for some reason maybe it wasn't Grove City property and like we weren't allowed to be on it or mm-hmm. something but I'm like hey but we have because he also is yeah. middle school teacher uh, major and I was like we have to conti- we have to take into consideration our careers now <laughs> that's so funny so I didn't we didn't hammock and I made him just go like sit somewhere else that's such a marriage material it, thing to say I know yeah it's classic <laughs> Rachel <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so people said that all the time to me in high school. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Oh, or they'd be like, they'd like swear in my presence and then be like, sorry, Rachel. I know. And I'm like, yeah. I hated that so <laughs> I much. Yeah. Because I'm like, I, I was, there was a time in, in school where I was like, I hated swearing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I judged people for swearing. And now I do it because I'm like. Life is too short, and swearing is funny, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my last question is, uh-huh. what is a song lyric that just gets... Okay, so wait, first I should preface this. Yeah. Because my friend Shannon asked me this question, because Shannon's also really good at asking questions. Okay. Like, random questions. Yeah. Um, random, but also, like, deep ones. Yeah. Like, ones that, like, you listed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So she's, so she's like, such a good conversationalist. And she asked me this recently. She said, what is a song lyric that just gets you every time and you just have to stop everything you're doing and belt it? Um, I, I listen to some stuff and to see... If anything would like... Yeah. Recall. And um, <clears throat> first of all, the first thing that came to my mind was... Uh, um, Kiss from a Rose by CL. <laughs> yeah. Like, I could sing that whole song, like... Kiss I, I have, like, back-to-back when I was, like, in my feelings and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I love That's a that good song. one. That's like a jam. Yeah. Uh, and then, so, I was, like, a single song lyrics. Um, as a Childish Gambino song um, called... Zealots of Stockholm. Hey, host and post here. It's actually Flight of the Navigator, not Zealots of Stockholm. Thank you very much. It's really slow and 
trippy in a way. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to explain. I, I don't, I don't think like a lot of people would like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if it's the way he says it or the way it's distilled. But one, one of them is I have two from that song. Okay. Um, is why try it all. That hit me more in in high school when I was like really um, sad because like in that time, especially talking about what we were just talking about, it fe- it felt like I try so hard with some stuff. I feel like I didn't try hard with a lot of stuff back then. So, but if I did try, I would. Especially so with, um, <laughs> I think about this a lot because I think it shaped the way I became a student. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I think it was like a president's test and like, you know, whenever you take president's test, like young. Mm-hmm. And I studied really hard about like the names, the years, mm-hmm. and um, the order. And um, I got the test and it was like nothing what they said it was Hmm. and I was like how can I study when I don't even know what I'm studying and I just wasted all that time that didn't help me at all yeah um so like from then on I like very rarely studied unless there was like a clear study guide like this is gonna be on the test why put the effort into it yeah so why try it all yeah um it was really deep for me and then Mm -hmm. um uh, I don't know where to go, and no one else seems to know. Cause I don't know where to go, and no one else seems to know. That, I wish I could, like, transport everyone into my mind to hmm. feel, like, how significant that is. Cause yeah. I, like, can you repeat it? Yeah. Um... I don't know where to go, and no one else seems to know. Yeah, I like that. It's, to me, it's so relatable of feeling lost and then, like, trying to look to other people and, like, sometimes thinking, oh, they really have it together, but then realizing no, no one else knows what's going on either. Um, and it's unifying and sad. Mm-hmm. And it's all those feelings. Um I just, yeah, I love those. I think that's it. So, like, some sometimes if I miss it, I would go back. Mm-hmm. And even if I got it, I was like, I need I need another round of that. Yeah. Um, so, that was, yeah, that's it. That's awesome. <laughs> that's cool. That's what I was, like, hoping for. Yeah. It just, yeah, that, that fascinates me. Actually, um, Shan, I don't think I ever answered your question. So I'm going to answer it now. Oh, good. Um, so I had two things, and mine aren't as, like, deep. Uh, there, are, <laughs> there are certainly things that I listen to that are deep. Like, that. while you were just saying that at the end, I thought of there's a Rent Collective song called Yahweh that at the end of the song, they just sit, keep singing Yahweh, Yahweh in, like, a really pretty melody. Mm. Yahweh, Yahweh, singing out Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahweh. And I would play that literally on end. Um, but that's more having to do with like worship and in, in, in the way that I worship. But so these two are fun. 
one, you know, very well because we've wrapped it together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like. Hey, hey. She say, do you love me? I tell her only partly. I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. And, like, I love that one because <laughs> it's so true for me. I think I've told you this before. But I'm, like, it's it's partly true but also partly not. Mm -hmm. Because it's, like, if someone is saying, saying to him, like, do you love me? And I, it, So, like, I do love people fully. But yeah. the part that I relate to is that I love my bed because I love sleeping. Like, I've never heard a more true <laughs> lyric. And then I also love my mom, like, an intense amount. And I love my dad and my sister and John, yeah. too. But, like, <laughs> um, yeah, I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. And then it's, like, at the end, it's, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, and then my other one is um, in uh, You Need to Calm Down by Taylor Smith. Swift. Smith. <laughs> by Taylor Smith, the um, international pop star. <laughs> Have you heard? Uh, do you know that song? I don't you think need to so. calm down. And there's part where she goes, um, oh, "Wait, I have to get." I know. Isn't I have to weird? lead into it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not going to be as good. You just need to take several seats and then try to restore the peace and control your urges to scream about all the people you hate. Cause shade never made anybody less gay. So. Like a quick succession of words mm -hmm. i think that also the format like the artistry of it i just really like because it's a quick succession of words and then she stops with this like punctuated sentence mm. and the punctuated part is what i like and she says because shade never made anybody less gay and i love that. oh i've heard that yeah. like shade never made anybody less gay yeah. and i love that because of how i feel towards the way that christians treat people who are gay mm -hmm. in, in the lgbtq community yeah because it's so true. Like, your insults yeah. and your judgments aren't going to make me any less gay. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. and I love that. Because yeah. it's like, like, stick it to the man. Yeah. Um, and she, like, kind of screams it in the song, too. So I'm, I'm just, I just love that. So that's, that's, those are my two that I, that I thought of. And mm -hmm. I'm sure I can think of more. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think I might steal some of these and use it in my rotation. Yeah. <laughs> Please do. Okay. I was just... Well, yeah, because I just, like, I... I mean, when you said you wanted a conversation, I'm like, well, I have questions, too. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not the one that gets to answer yeah. all the questions. <laughs> but, no, I really, like... That's why I like listening to your podcast. I was thinking... I think I was telling Maya this yesterday that, like, I... That, or, actually, maybe I was te texted you this, but, like, I like meaningful conversations, and I used to have them a ton in college. Mm -hmm. Um Partially because that's just that was just a time in life that we like we were we lived together yeah. we talked you know we had those kinds of conversations yeah. and now it's just we have other things that we need to focus on but um but that's just like the kind of person I am I love having like meaningful conversations and so like and I think that that's like what you get with get to with, or get out with your your podcasts mm -hmm. and so um I don't remember where I was going with that. <laughs> But I think that, yeah, I, like, love having this kind of, these kinds of conversations. Yeah, so that's why I was so excited to yeah, be on your podcast. So too. thank you. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Now it's time to plug. What oh, I forgot plug? that part. You're probably going to laugh at me. Here's my plug. Okay. I want to encourage ah! <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> That's like the, um, the interrupting cow joke. Yeah. <laughs> 
which I personally love because I love cows. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh, but it's absolutely 100% true. Um, so I don't have any... I don't have anything to plug, any kind of books, music, anything, because I think that that's all tied to my preferences, and not everyone has the same preferences mm-hmm. as me. So I don't want to con- I don't want to incur it, or I don't want to plug anything. I I also don't really feel about anything too strongly right now. Yeah. Um. But what I do think that can benefit others that I'm going to plug is that I want to encourage people to spend less time on social media and more time talking to other people even if it's awkward at first and more time outside good i love that yeah because you know i could justify it but it's not it's going to be lost if i try to Mm -hmm. talk more about it beautifully put go outside don't spend as much time on social media and put time into person-to-person interaction and like and appreciate the people that are in your life Mm -hmm. and and even people who you don't know yeah. more than what you see in your phone. And give yourself and others grace. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Do so. <laughs> go so. and make disciples of yeah. all. No, just kidding. I mean, <laughs> like, yes, do that. But, like, <laughs> that's not my plug. <laughs> Specifically here. <laughs> all right. I hope this made you think. <laughs>